everyone and welcome back to episode 18 of the reunion of final fantasy 7 remake podcast i am your host kai and joining me today is the extraordinary incomparable viz how are you doing viz pretty good pretty good <laughs> i finally managed to play some, uh, some other game than uh, final fantasy 7 remake for a change <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. Yes. How? How? You traitor. You traitor. Yeah. Heresy. <laughs> no, it's, uh, I've, um, I've been told the Trails of Cold Steel is pretty good. And there are already three games out. The fourth one is mm-hmm. due soon, I think. So I'll, I started to play this. It's pretty Japanese, very Japanese. High school, military academy stuff. And uh, okay. relationships and days and kind of personal-like in some, some uh, oh, okay. aspects. But of course, the completely different uh, topic, subject, and themes. But yeah. it's, it's it's pretty cool so far. I like it. It's good to play something different for for a change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I haven't really been playing anything new. I'm super boring. I'm sorry, guys. I've just been playing. I was playing Dota two for a long time because the battle pass um, got extended, and then it got extended again. Um, which I think it expired October the 9th. So I ju- was just playing that, trying to level it up um, while it lasted and get those like treasures and stuff because um, it ca- has like cosmetics in the treasures and stuff. So now I, I have everything um, that I wanted, which is amazing. And I'm still playing it, but I'm going to take a break now and probably um, find something else to play. I really wanted to start playing Fall Guys, but I haven't yet. I know that Everybody is kind of obsessed with that game right now. Um, (laughs) So I've heard a lot of great things, but um, I've got I've got a really big backlog of games that I need to play. So Uh, I just need time to play them all. Yeah, same. I just gave up on backlog. I just play whatever Mm -hmm. I have time for. Yeah, that's about it. So uh, what's been going on over at Cosmo Canyon Observatory? Uh, I don't think there has been too much going on since last time we're still uh, working on the Aerith analysis part one should be hopefully coming out soon part one of three because it's such a huge analysis Mm -hmm. Aerith is everywhere in this remake (laughs) yeah and we also started uh, posting polls like this first one is uh, best battle buddies and Mm -hmm. since four is too few there are so many more battle buddies we uh, decided to post a few more the second one uh was about the villains and Reno and Rude are in yes, the release right yes. now. And mm-hmm. I plan to post another one tomorrow with some other pairings like uh, Cloud Wedge or Cutty and Sweepy. Mm-hmm. And let's, yeah, let's see how that goes. We have so many other themes or topics planned to, uh, to post and ask the uh, audience about. Uh, it's, it's mainly about. Um, Kind of eliciting initial interactions with uh, the fan base, not just posting stuff, but also mm-hmm. like yeah, generate interaction and engagement. Exactly. Kind of. Yeah, I loved the polls. I 
chose my favorite battle buddy was Cloud and Tifa. Yeah, as many others. I think it was the most popular one. Yeah. Um, My favorite villain, like, uh, battle or combo was actually Rufus and Darkstar. Mm Mm-hmm. But that was a good pick, yeah. They did not win. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was Reno and Rude that won. Which was I I love that battle, but I did love just the dynamics of having Dark Star there was really mm. cool. Yeah. And what's also in the works is a Final Fantasy 16 trailer analysis. I'm right. practically done with uh, like the analysis itself. I still need to script everything and put it concisely together. But I still have time because until Aerith's analysis is out, there, are, I think a few more weeks will pass until that ha- that happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it it takes so much time to do such a meticulous analysis and well edited video. Mm-hmm. So, but I prefer this than uh, just a quick blurb, which yeah. we c- you can record in a day and be done with it. That's not my style. But yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Well. I know that for me, like I'm patiently awaiting the Aerith video. I can't wait to see that. And also the uh, Final Fantasy 16 analysis uh, video that you have in the works as well, because I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that I missed in that trailer as well. So I can't wait to see those videos. Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I, I, I'm not sure I can provide as much because I'm not that familiar with Final Fantasy 14 and the, the guys behind uh, this game. So I don't really have something to draw from, mm-hmm. maybe besides other Final Fantasy titles, but right. should be interesting nonetheless, especially about the battle scenes. All right, guys. So the best way to support us here at the podcast is to subscribe, share, and like the podcast. It's free and it's the absolute best way to support us here. So today's episode will focus on a question from one of our amazing listeners, Um, And the question will actually serve as a basis for our focus for uh, our discussions for this episode. So we'll be talking about gameplay predictions for future parts of the series, uh, like character combat, expansions on the gameplay in part one, uh, a little bit about how vehicles can work, how the world map could be done, battles, side quests, minigames, and that's a lot. So I'm hoping that we'll be able to cover all of this stuff today. Um, So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to read this question from our listener. And it was actually um, Eerie 10 from our YouTube channel that wrote this question. And it's it's a long one. So I'm just going to go ahead and read it. So they say, I have an idea of stuff you could talk about for your next uh, episode. You could take it down a notch from the level 567 theorizing and go all the way back to level 1 theorizing. Oh. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I I think this was actually posted on episode 15, I think, which was the third part of our um, spoiler cast series. And we did go kind of crazy with our theorizing. So Almost a bit too far. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Mostly me, but... uh, yeah, I, I did like this uh, idea of going back to kind of level one theorizing. <laughs> so they say, what I mean by that is stepping away from predictions about central plot, who and what the main characters are, and concentrating a bit on some of the more mundane speculation. So they say, how will the upcoming playable characters perform in combat? What will their abilities look like under action RPG or hybrid ATB combat? 
how do we expect some of the Final Fantasy VII locations to look when we arrive at them in part two? What will be the same and how will they be expanded? Which places are you guys looking most forward to seeing? What places might have side quests and what might these look like? So they give their example on their level one speculation. So they say, I predict that we're going to see a very big expansion of Wutai. Wutai in the original was a single medium-sized town at the end of a very large empty continent. But with the increased Wutai mentions in the dialogue of Remake Part 1, I'm expecting that Wutai in the remake will be something more like a fully formed nation-state. The only real nation-state in a world otherwise dominated by Shinra even if they were laid low a bit by the last war. Instead of a single medium-sized town, the party might end up visiting multiple settlements within the Wutai nation. For instance, they might enter the country at a bustling port town or some of some sort and eventually find their way over to Wuhan's ancient traditional capital, the town from the original game. Uh, we might see active warfare break out again between Wutai and Shinra, and the party might get involved in that somehow. So thank you so much to Eerie 10 for that incredible question. We're actually going to break it down now. We're going to go into uh, a little bit about, I think it's the the world. So we're going to go, I'm going to let you, Viz, just start off. You have a lot of stuff written here, and I'm just going to chime in as we go. So, All right, uh, let's do this. Uh, first of all, I think a few things we already discussed last time, like in terms mm-hmm. of locations and expansions in certain locations, but maybe we can expand a little bit because I don't think we have talked about everything. Mm-hmm. Not quite sure, but do you remember which locations we haven't covered last time, like uh, how we envisioned them? I kind of feel like we didn't really talk much about uh, Bone Village or uh, the yeah, Coral no, Valley. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, we definitely didn't. Yeah. In the original, it was just like one screen, not really much, a tent and a kind mm-hmm. of a cave and some stuff. I'm pretty sure it would be, this would be a, like a pretty big expanded upon digging site, which mm-hmm. I'm pretty much uh, curious to see and, and also to experience in terms of uh, minigames there, like digging up stuff. And I really hope that's still there. Because at least we need to, to dig up the lunar harp to get yes. through the Sleeping Forest. That's still a thing. Yeah. And this reminds me, the Sleeping Forest is kind of, a, of an endless dungeon. Yeah. Like, or an endless map because, without the lunar harp. And I've seen this done in other games as well. I think it was in... Oh, how was this? Rhyme, was it? Right. So it, it's, it's kind of a um, five stages of grief inspired oh, okay. game uh, pretty cool artwork uh, or art, art style and it's more about uh, kind of a 3D platformer and puzzler it's pretty good, I can only recommend it Rhyme uh, there's also a part where it's just a, like an, an endless corridor unless you, I think you have to turn uh, back around and then do something I don't quite remember because it's it quite, yeah. quite a while ago. But tech, I'm pretty much certain, already exists. So this shouldn't be a problem. Like, just run around everywhere. Mm-hmm. Only if you, like, turn back, there's always the, the entrance behind you. 
But if you keep going, keep right. going, it's just endless, endless, endless. I really hope they can bring this, this yeah. effect across. And Coral Valley afterwards, this will be so, so beautiful. Like this whole underwater without water <laughs> area. And like, do you remember when we first, uh, was it this the first or the second screen? I think it was the second screen. Or the first where we are on this um, like elevated area with the like this spine looking pathway and in the far um like the far back we see the the forgotten capital already. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to this. And this also reminds me on of, of another part, like before we uh get to the coral reactor. Like after the um how are they called the rails yes kind of this weird um amusement park rails <laughs> i don't know why yes. they designed it this way so like, like you, you ascend this um this hill you already see the green mako glimmer in the distance but you don't see what's in the distance and if you like reach the peak you see down this huge industrial looking complex and the, the reactor in the middle of this actually pretty uh, beautiful scenery and yeah i'm pretty sure this will be this will be created even more awesome or at least yeah. i hope so there are so many like little areas or little i should i say experience points in certain locations where you see something, it's a little bit foreshadowed, and then you go over it and you see what's actually behind it. I'm really mm -hmm. looking forward to that. And with the capabilities of PS4, and especially PS5, I'm pretty sure this will be awesome. And yeah, not quite sure if it will still be the same, like the Icicle Inn and snowboarding and then the Great Glacier. Also in terms of, like, you are on, on rails, kind of. And then from the distance, you already see this huge, huge snow field where you all maybe mm -hmm. already see the, the few hotspots or like points of interest you will visit later. I'm, I'm really digging this stuff. If you can already see where you're going in the distance, you can already tell like, I've, I've, I have to go there and there and there, but you don't really think you actually can. And if you're there, you see, oh yeah, right. I can actually go there. That's, uh, that's what I'm looking forward to the most, I think. I am as well, and I'm just sitting here listening to you, and I'm thinking, like, my mind's going, like, it's it's really hard to kind of um, describe it unless, mm -hmm. like, I know exactly what, like, I don't know what places, we don't know where the game, like, where part two is going to end, we don't know, like, so it's, it's, uh, it's kind of hard to... For me, anyway, to kind of say, like, I, I'm just going off, like, the from part one. So I'm thinking that it's going to be similar to that, mm. where we're going to see more expansion through the story and the areas. They're going to appear bigger, obviously, because they're, like, to scale, more more to scale than uh, before when, you know, the camera is so high up. It's more like you're kind of like, a, it's like a top-down mm. um, perspective when you're exploring. And... Like you said, the think about like all of the incredible things that they could do with the different areas outside of Midgar. It's just like blowing my mind right now about like all the things that they could do. Um, I just don't know 
I just don't know. We just don't know where where it's going to end. We don't know like what they're going to take the time to actually like expand or grow those locations. Um, I'm thinking that it's going to be more areas that are like more important to the central um, story. I'm hoping that we I, I'm hoping that we get a lot of the same things that we have in the original Final Fantasy seven. No, same. Uh, like the same areas. But I think that they're going to have to like come to a conclusion or a decision on like what are the most important places to put in there because I don't know if they're going to have enough time to kind of flesh like every single area out. Yeah, I think so too. What what I also thought about even uh, in 2017 when I was uh, working on my very first Final Fantasy VII related video or remake related video uh, mm-hmm. about where they split the story. The yeah. thing is... Uh, my, where I stood at that time, I think I've already talked about this in earlier episodes, like my reasoning for Calm until the fall, a meteor fall, that this is part two, is this is one arc, first and foremost. Yeah. Second of all, it's like one, it's, it's a chase. It's not like you're yeah. in an area and go here and there and there. It's it's really a chase. You go from uh, location to location to location. Oh, where is Sephiroth? Yes. Now we need to go yes. there. Oh, now we need to go there. Oh, now we need to Keystone. Now we need to go to the temple. Now we need to go there. Oh, Aerith is gone to the north. We need to go there. Exactly. It's, that's uh, that's also what kind of makes me a little bit apprehensive about how much or how little they will expand on certain locations. Yeah. Because most of the locations aren't really that relevant anymore or not 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 re- more relevant than they were before. Like what what I proposed last time about mithril mines, where there uh, yes we have to clear out some some areas from dragons and stuff to like get the whole mining operation back on track. Yeah, maybe there will they will introduce mining carts. Maybe there will be a mining cart mini game. I don't know. Uh, brainstorming is so easy, but <laughs> probably just scratch eighty percent of what you're brainstorming about, and this will probably be what will happen in the end. Yeah. Um, maybe you also remember that they told us about how they wanted to expand upon the top plate, life on, on the plate yes. in Midgar. Yeah. But the only thing we got was Chessie's parents. And that's about it. And we didn't really learn m- much more than, oh, there is exactly. top plate. They live there. Shinra employees live there. And yeah, in the end... That's pretty much hi- it, yeah. yeah. In hindsight, it's rather disappointing a little bit to be frank if it's the only one yeah and exploring other sectors wasn't really a thing not at all it's still just sectors seven five and six in the slums still the the same other locations they were just expanded upon heavily especially let's say sewers in the train graveyard and but still there's not too much in there it's just more scenes it's more expansive, maybe one or two bosses more. Not really more actual, like, more gameplay aspects, like a, a small minigame or means of, of travel. As I said before, uh, a mine co- mining cart, which yeah. is, even if it's just for simple travel to go from A to B or just to, to, to cross a crevasse, or however you pronounce it, like things like that that you have to cross somehow just like little things that 
that you're not just running around and bashing enemies, that there's more to do in this mm-hmm. in those areas. This is what I wish for, but I'm Same. pretty sure we won't get exactly any of it. That's <laughs> why, because you're talking about um, like Bone Village, right? Mm. And like in the original, some of these areas were so it was like a, such a short amount of time that you're there. You know, and they could do uh, uh, like amazing things with these environments if they recreate them for the next part. But I just don't see them having like the time or the ability to really just do every single one of these areas. The same thing with the sleeping forest. I think it's going to be similar to the original when we're going to go there for a certain thing and then we go through the forest. And then you're out of there, but they they won't have it completely like explorable. They they will have areas in there. I think it'll be expanded a little bit, but I don't think it's going to be like this big area with like a million things to do in the sleeping forest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I just especially don't see sleeping them. forest. Yeah, <laughs> I know that. Like I'm just because just because you mentioned those things yeah, that like those sure. areas that I'm just thinking like. Same thing with Bone Village, you know, and mm. Forgotten Capital. Like, there were things that we did in the original. I think that it was, many of these things are still going to happen. I think that they can expand on them and probably give, like, a few side quests in those areas. I hope Maybe, so, yeah. um, like, a boss battle in Bone Village or something. Um, like you said, the digging was really cool in the original. I hope they keep that. Mm. But it's really, it's a really cool environment as well. So they could potentially, I feel like they could open it up and have like a boss battle there or something. I'm not sure. This reminds me of uh, Final Fantasy X 2, where uh, there was the, the desert area where you could dig. Mm-hmm. And yes. I think you were also able to dig out this this optional boss, like the, yes. uh, I forgot how mm-hmm. it's called. It's with, with the two yeah. claws. Same, I forgot too. Yeah. I haven't played two, 10 2 in a very long time. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. It's like one... One time is enough for yeah. ten two. Um <laughs> Yeah. One hundred percent thing at one time and then done for life. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, but uh anyway, it's it's really hard to uh to kind of predict or mm. ex- like you know, like think about what they're going to be doing. I just don't it think hard, that yeah. these areas in particular are going to be these huge expanded areas i think they're going to be like in the original you go there there are things that you have to do um maybe people that you talk to that are there um that give you side quests or Mm. there's some lore there and then you're off to the next thing but obviously we're going to talk about wutai um which is next but Mm. i think that that like wutai i see getting quite a big expansion in part two, since I feel like they they kind of set that up in the first part with the conflict between Avalanche and Shinra and and Wutai, like I just feel like that's going to be one of the main focused areas. Um, so, what do you think about hmm. about Wutai in part two? <laughs> Wutai needs to be kind of more the focus in a certain extent especially in terms of lore and in connection to Shinra because they set up Wutai as this evil force uh, mm-hmm. 
which goes against Shinra, and we met the yeah. original or like the old guard avalanche, which apparently are in cahoots with Wu Tint and um, mm-hmm. promised them all the material in the world, blah blah blah. And there is so much set up, which and you re- don't really know what you can believe and what you can't. And of course, what um, Shinra is talking about, you already know that they're making so many things up for the public. So uh, to um, like have to ha- get the okay from the people to go to war, because yeah. they they love war, they love um, taking over the world. They kind of already did, but probably not completely. And as soon as you get going, you just want it all. That's how I. That's what I get from President Shinra. Just wants it mm-hmm. all. But since we now have Rufus in in the throne, so to speak, and we already know he goes about things differently in the original, and now since he saw the uh, the whispers and has maybe doubts, maybe also got some information from them, maybe. I'll get into that maybe in another video. Yeah. But it's uh it's hard to say what will what will emerge from this because so many things that President Chinra and Heidegger set up with Wu Tai could maybe just uh, swept under the rug because That's uh, Rufus goes about it differently and even more different oh, okay. than the original. That's kind mm-hmm. of where my mind's at. But still Avalanche and Wu Tai, nothing would have changed on their side. So maybe Utai will be more on the offense in some cases, maybe, and probably also include Fort Condor. Yes. Maybe it's and it's it could be where we also get uh, get Yuffie the latest. Yeah. In my prediction, there's there's so many things they can do. Like they don't need to expand. Every location with side quests and huge things and mini games and everything, it would be cool, but they don't need to. But they, what yeah. they need to is in, in, in expand on the lore, expand on exactly uh, cutscenes and conversations yes. and just flavor. That's I think that's mm-hmm. what's, what's more important, and also expand on how it's presented, like the uh, as I uh, explained earlier about perspective, what we see in the distance. What also comes to mind is Junon, like lower Junon, where we can see this mm-hmm. huge, huge upper Junon looming above, and it's so yes. oppressive to the people living mm-hmm. below. We don't really see that in the original. Maybe just a tiny bit in the cutscene where it, it uh, zooms exactly. out. You can see lower Junon just down there, but it, it's not really in the focus, so you don't really feel it. And I think those they, they should focus on those things. Like get get the feeling across what people who live in the respective areas feel like, uh, what the the characters feel like when they're there, um, yeah, and just more lore and, and interactions and expansions in that case because that's I think feasible when we when you compare it to yeah. gameplay, um, I should say uh, gameplay expansion or gameplay additions. It's uh. Yeah, it's it's. I don't really like to admit it because I'd love to have um, mini games or little gameplay quirks and optional stuff and and things to do everywhere, but it's just not feasible, I guess. Yeah, unless unless we um, get four parts, then it might be more feasible. Yes, but I exactly. still don't think it will be as much of an expansion. 
Like, we should not expect more than we already got in part one. I don't think. Because if we expect more, we'll probably be disappointed. So we don't, shouldn't place our expectations too high. But anyway, I was talking about Wutai. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh man, so many tangents. Um, it's okay. Yeah. So since Wutai will hopefully have a bit more presence, and yeah, as, as a, a better setup in Fort Condor, and we, when we finally get the, uh, what's it called, Tiny Bronco, and manage to visit Wutai for real, uh, I'm not sure if there will be like a second settlement we are able to visit, maybe. Maybe more like a, a, a tiny small settlement, like um, uh, like in Final Fantasy XV, there are those, those smaller pit stops compared to the larger cities uh, like Lestalum and Altitia and stuff. Mm -hmm. Let's say Wutai itself, like the capital, is a huge city, like a sector in part one for the remake, or uh, maybe parts of Shinra HQ, like this kind of size. But before we get there, we might, may, might pass through sort of a pit stop, quote-unquote, with a few houses, and we learn maybe a little bit what's, what's up with the state of, uh, with the, the country of Wutai and the politics and stuff, like a kind of a foreshadowing, and we can stock up on... Uh, potions or what have you and then we finally get to Wutai and everything that happens there happens with the Turks with Yuffie mm -hmm. maybe even more and after we're done with the, the Yuffie side quests there might be some other quests starting or kind of a, a plot line starting with Shinra that runs in the background that's not really um in the focus but runs there and kind of catches up with us from time to time hopefully in in the last part when we get the high wind that there's uh much more to do but yeah. i'll get to that in uh, la uh later then um, i do like the idea that um eerie 10 said about how there could be an expansion in wutai where there's like um a port town like close to the water you know and then you you get there and that's where you go first Maybe it's like a new area, but it's more expanded, but it is part of Wutai maybe, and it extends to the water, and then you have to go through there, and there's shops there, um, kind of like Wall Market, like it's, it's larger, you know, and you have to kind of walk through all of Wall Market to get to Don Corneo's mansion, which is like, it's further away, but you can see it in the distance. I like could kind of see, see that, it being yeah. like that, but it's more expanded, so it's more it, it, obviously going to be larger. But I could see that, yeah. I'm just looking at the world map, and I'm mm -hmm. I'm seeing like so Midgar, Calm, Junon, Fort Condor, and the Chocobo Farm, and the Mithril Mine, Temple of the Ancients. Like they're all on the same landmass. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I I just don't see them. I just, I don't see them allowing us to traverse like multiple content, co continents, sorry, like in this whole world map. I just don't see them. That's a good point. Yeah. Like I see them having us do everything that we possibly can on the first continent or the first area of the map when we leave Midgar. And then it's like, okay, now you're taking the ship 
across from Junon. And then it's like, here we go, Cosmo Canyon. Then I've got like Rocket Town, Gold Saucer. And then potentially like ending it there. Like it's like, it's not all of the map. Like I just don't see them being able to allow us to um, travel to each of these on our own and, and go back and forth. Like I just, I'm not sure what you think about that, but it's kind of like that in 15 as well. Like you're like, you're, it's open worlds. You're exploring the world map, but then at some point, like you take a boat, right. And then it's like, you can't, I don't think you it's can return. Yeah, no. Like it's once you take the boat across, like I, I can't remember, I haven't played it in a while. I think you might be able to go back, but I, I just don't think that we're going to be able to like explore everywhere we want, like in the original and just kind of, I mean, we were on rails in the original, how like, okay, you have the tiny Bronco, you can only traverse certain terrain until you get, you know, you have a Chocobo or whatever. Yeah. Like, I just don't see it being exactly like that. And I'm, I know it's going to be different, but I just don't think that we're going to be able to travel like, I mean, Wutai is like the complete opposite side of the world map. Mm. Although it's, I, I think it's quite close to um, where we leave after Rock, Rocket Town. Like when uh, the tiny Bronco, Bronco gets shut down, we land at the coast. Yes, which yes. Which is pretty close is. to uh, Wutai continent. Yes, it is. There. Yeah. But the thing is what I... Uh, it's, there's a really good point uh, you you brought up that if if they um, created it the same way as it happened in the original, then we board the continent of Wutai, where there's uh, I think it's a little bit of grass, but then it it turns into st stony canyon, rocky mountain like area. Yeah. And we go up, then uh, Yuffie pulls her her trick where she sends Shinra uh, units at us and absconds with our materia. And then we have to traverse across the whole continent and across bridges exactly. and underneath yes. there. And I'm, I'm pretty sure they won't do this this time because of the completely different scale. Because we, if, if my prediction of open zones comes true... Mm -hmm. then then uh, it won't feel like a continent if we actually go through everything. Or they had to have to create it so expansive, massive, that it's not really, not really fun to run like half an hour through this, this whole area when you're fleeing. And if you're battling your way through, it's maybe an hour or something. I can't see that. So uh, your suggestion with, uh, with a port being our first... Um, kind of connection to Wutai or the continent of Wutai, this could work. Like, we we kind of swim, um, well, not really swim, but uh, traverse the water with a tiny bronco to a port town, land there, and we just can explore a little bit, little bit and yes. then uh, just yes. Yuffie wants to get out of town and uh, go to her hometown. And just when we leave, then she can pull uh, pull her trick, abscond with everything, and then we have to uh, to chase her uh, to Wutai, which we might see in the distance. Maybe not. Maybe we just uh, have to climb a mountain first or a hill. Then we see it, huge uh, valley, 
where we see Wutai in the middle, looks beautiful. We already see the Dachau statue. That would be nice. And then we, we uh, descend exactly. and the Wutai and then everything happens the same or similarly, probably. I could see that because then we don't have to traverse the whole continent, which is mostly uninhabited anyway. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. There is a Materia mine um, that's on that part of the mm-hmm. continent as well. True. True. Um, so they could have some like exploration. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. If they're going to leave that there, you know what I mean? Like mm. uh, some caves or dungeons or something like that. Um, but I totally agree with you. I can see them like expanding that and then we don't have to traverse it and we just take the tiny Bronco there and then we're there and it's like, it's it's like a port town mm. and then you have to walk through that kind of similar to Wall Market where there's shops and there's people you could do a bunch of side quests flesh out the stories and then you see the statue like far in the distance you do end up going there and then that could be like I, I was starting to think that that would be the end of part of part two would be like getting to Wutai actually when I was just writing my notes in. Um, like just after looking at everything, like all of the areas on the map, on each part of the map that we actually have to go through. And then I once again, I looked up the original uh, walkthrough with a game and like there's so much, right? Like there is, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the uh, Tai side quest is uh, on disc two of the original. And there's so much stuff that we have to go through before we can even get to be able to do that. And it was just a side quest, mm-hmm. you know, like it wasn't even a, a big portion of the original. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hard, hard to predict. Um, especially it, it could also happen later. But yeah. I, I think it should happen before Aerith leaves the party, so, so okay. we can uh, have her there. Because as soon as, soon as we uh, leave for the Temple of the Ancients, I think the story has to pick up and no more details, okay. I think. Because otherwise yeah. it would kind of diminish sense. the urgency. That makes sense, yeah. So after Rocket Town and before um, we get the... Uh, how is it called again? The Keystone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just before we get the keystone, we need to go through this whole Wutai thing. And I hope they, they manage to build the story in a way that it naturally or organically fits in to the whole storyline and doesn't feel like just a detour. Like, exactly. Uh, we have the tiny Bronco now. Now we need just to do some, some Yuffie stuff and then we return to the main story. This, this would be a little bit of a travesty. Yeah. Honestly. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, we had uh, chapter 11 with the ghosts, with, which kind of felt the same way. It's just got this specific part that lives on its own and is just inserted mm-hmm. within, um, frankly... Uh, the train graveyard, you mean? Yeah, yeah exactly. Train graveyard. It's, it's frankly in, in, in a... Like in a, in a, um, in a, we are in a state of, of urgency. We need to get to the plate or to Center yeah. 7 to defend it. Even if we don't really know if it's happening or not. But still, it's, it kind of feels like a detour. Like, a, like this, this little side story, side quest with the ghost and Eligor. Yeah. And it shouldn't feel like that, like this. 
So I, I really hope that Shinra kind of gets a better um, like secondary storyline through the second yeah. part until we reach the Northern Crater. I think in the original it's not really that important. We know that they're also searching or going after Sephiroth. We meet them in the Mithril Mines. We meet them, of course, in Junon and in uh, on the boat. Later, just a brief encounter in Rocket Town. They're just always there at some point. They're there yeah. and then they disappear again. They're there, they disappear again. Also in, in Icicle Inn, Elena shows up and then Shinra's gone again. It's just like this... Like if, if Team Rocket in in, uh, in Pokemon just shows up and goes again, shows up and goes again. It's just kind of a joke, really, if I'm being honest. It stops being a joke when we are about to be executed in Junon the second mm-hmm. time. That's different. And with the huge material quest, and it's more about Shinra. I hope that, that this will kind of transpire the same or feel the same in, uh, in, in part two yeah. or three or however, or however many parts <laughs> there will be. Still hard to predict. They could also expand Junon so much. Like, yes. so, <laughs> so much. Like, if they're, you know, going to create it so that it's, like, actually this, you know, huge city or whatever. Like, I mean, in the original, it looks large, but you don't really get to explore it, like, that much. You know what I mean? Mm. So... And then have to you have to go back there later, so I can see them really expanding on Junon as well. To a certain degree, yes, but not the first time you visit because you are there to yes. Um, why? Oh, I th- yeah, right. The Tur- the, um, yeah, the, the for Turks. the march. Exactly. Yeah, the, t- the Turks uh, or <laughs> where Elena. you dress up as Red Thirteen yeah. as a uh... <laughs> Marshmallow Barrett. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I was I was just uh, kind of trying to remember why we're actually going to Junon, but it's because Elena's built the beans back in the Mythal Mines. They're going to Junon because of the parade for the yes, new the president. Exactly. That's why we're going there. Exactly. Yeah. And then we, I think it's because Sephiroth is apparently there or wants to travel or traverse the, to yeah. the other continent. That's where we want to go. And there's no not real time to loiter around too much. Yeah. That's also why I think they can't really linger too long in one place. We need to keep going, yeah. keep going, keep mm-hmm. going. We only That's need true. to linger when we can't traverse or can't move forward for some reason, whatever. Like in the Mythal Mines, uh, yeah. some, uh, there was a cave-in and we need to go find a way around. There are monsters or something like that. Just when there's a barrier or a, a uh, something that prevents us to just keep on st- uh, going straight forward. I'm not. Sh- I I think we, yeah, we can't really try to to think of how should I phrase this? Like in in the part one, we had so many areas where we could just run around for a certain amount of time, like in sector seven. Exactly. Yeah. We had time until the next mission, and we could do whatever. I don't yes. think this will be this the the same. Until we reach uh, the execution part in Junon later in the game. Okay. Because before it's just chase Sephiroth, go after them, go yes, there, exactly. go there. Yeah, that's true. That's probably what we need, always need to keep in mind. And yeah, not try to make up too much about, oh, we could do this minigame there and those side exactly. there. And yeah. Maybe a little bit. I'll, I'll get to that later, but there are some... Uh, 
some places where there are, um, let's say, places or like opportunities mm-hmm. for side quests. And stuff. Exactly. We haven't even talked about Cosmo Canyon yet, and I just I yes. really want a Cosmo Canyon. <laughs> yes. Expansion, like I don't know what I want. I just I just want time, and I want I want a good story like chunk of story and i just yes. want to spend some time there and i just I, I don't know i just can't wait to see what they do mm-hmm. with with cosmo canyon but there are actually three three kind of sub stories or three aspects to cosmo canyon one is of course the the teachings of the live stream the pl- exactly. uh, uh, planet planetology mm-hmm. it's also where the original avalanche started to or was being in uh, invented or the inception of avalanche mm-hmm. happened there yeah yeah and we have of course red 13 aka nanaki mm-hmm. and i really hope he gets to shine there like exactly really, really gets to shine and also yeah. i i'm i'm so hoping for uh kind of a short backstory on on seto not just exactly. trying to tell nanaki what happened and then we get this camera turn or uh, like uh, camera movement up to Seto with the tears. Yeah, I want to see even if it's if it's a movie playing along Bugenhagen explaining to Red what happened that we actually see it. But I, yes, I think I think we've talked about this last time already. Yeah, I, we did. I have we a flashback did, yeah. of doing this. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, we did. So, yeah, and. I think we could skip to side quests and I'll uh, mm-hmm. start with Cosmo Canyon because in Cosmo Canyon we are de- there for a little while. Yes. Like maybe a day or two. We need to wait until the, the bug is fixed. Mm-hmm. So we they could sneak in a, a couple of side quests there. I hope so though. Anyway. Yeah, that I think so too. Yeah. Maybe even a mini game like a drinking mini game in Starlet Pub or something like that. I don't know, <laughs> just something fun. That'd be so cool. Or a return of um, of the darts. Of the darts, yeah, yeah. Just something cool. Even like a pinball machine. I don't know. Something. Yeah, I, I was I was so bummed <laughs> out that we couldn't play the pinball machines. In I know. Heaven. I think seriously. When we saw when we saw these screenshots, like yeah. way back when they showed the screenshots, I was like, oh my god, it's probably gonna be like an actual pinball game that you can play. Yeah, nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no time for that. Crap. Oh well. Oh well. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. And you already know how mad I was that you can't actually go down. Yeah. I was I was actually really disappointed, and I expressed yeah. my disappointment about that quite a however, few times. <laughs> however, there is a small, tiny chance we might get to see that, and I say that because there will be a PC and maybe an Xbox Series X yes, version, yes, version of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and then they... hopefully they'll go back and fix all those textures. <laughs> First and foremost, yeah. and second, maybe insert uh, like additional scenarios, like what happened or what cool. what uh, Barrett and Tifa were doing after defeating Airbuster. It's what they That'd actually so cool. planned to do, but didn't have the time. Yeah. If they have the time to expand on that, like kind of an, uh, a Marco edition of the game or something, we talked about already in a previous episode, I think. Then yep. you play as Barrett or as Tifa. Have to do some uh, some recon or something to get to know or to find out what's what's going up or 
maybe one of those thugs return and, we, and Barrett beats the, the crap out of one of them and then finds out what Don Corneo is planning. Or that he is planning something, but on what? Which is when uh, Tifa comes up with a plan. And then we can um, maybe even see how she gets the dress. Mm-hmm. And then there, there needs to be a scene down in their hideout where, where they uh, plan this, this whole stuff. Yes. And then we see it. I just want this. I just want to see yeah, the same. hideout. That's what I wanted. Yes. Yeah. But that would be really uh, cool. I mean, look at what we got for Final Fantasy 15. Yeah, There's exactly. so many different editions. Like they had the Royal Edition and the Windows mm-hmm. Edition and the Windows Edition got extra content. Yeah, exactly. So especially in the last dungeon, there was so much. New yeah. Content. Like if they're going to add something, that would be really cool. But they should add it across all versions if they do. Of so, course. Yeah, yeah. Like everybody has access to it. But that would be really cool, I think. Mm. definitely definitely so what about mini games in costa del sol yeah exactly costa del sol i don't see lore expansions or story expansions above what we already have in the original but i can see some some mini games like the kids and red 13 like uh, kicking the ball back and forth Maybe doing something there, like mm-hmm. a uh, yeah, just a, a ball aiming mini game with red. So it, we, uh, oh, he that has would be to cool. kick back the ball with his tail and not <laughs> set the ball on fire or something like yeah. that. Just, just something Ooh, that small. Cool. Like, I like that. Like the uh, the darts mini game. It's also pretty mm-hmm. simple, exactly. actually. Or maybe a, a selling mini game with Yuffie, where we get uh, the, the better we sell, the more gill we make, or something like that. Uh, collecting seashells with Aerith mm. on the on this on this uh, the sand. This could also increase affection points for uh, certain characters. Like if we actually um, do something with them, experience uh, something yeah. with, with them. Optional scenes, optional interactions. There's there's so much there to expand on that on this whole affection point system. Not just doing. Uh, X amount of side quests, and then it's either Aerith, Barrett, or Tifa. This was like from a system standpoint was pretty basic, and uh, mm-hmm. not really, yeah, only partially representative. I think, kind of, you spend more time with that person, you get a date with that person. Well, yeah, of course, but it's, it, I think it feels more rewarding when you actually try and go out of your way, your way to do more with that person like let's say um, surfing with Tifa or um, collect seashells with Aerith or oh, right. actually go and find them and talk to them and you, c- you can also ignore them and probably the same in Cosmo Canyon where you're alone with Red and then uh, right. select someone to go with you and then this person will probably get some more points or uh, if you f- uh, seek out Tifa or Aerith or Barrett and like prod a little bit more talk to them a bit more that gets gets also a bit more affection points just things like that that you actually have to go out of your way to to build your relationship with the characters not just do side quests which you have on your docket anyway it's yeah. it would feel a bit more rewarding i think and that's why how i came up with the mini games in um in costa del sol i didn't have any any, any idea for barrett Maybe a volleyball or something, beach volleyball. <laughs> that would be cool. Something like that. But as I said before, we can't expect too much. 
Because there is, no. there's also the gold saucer, and this has to be yeah. the minigame haven. Or heaven. Haven, whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chocobo racing, because it's part of the story, unless they change it. I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I love Chocobo racing. Yeah. We're, like, probably the in the uh, minority, though, because apparently a lot of people hated it. They hated Chocobo racing and the Chocobo breeding. Yeah. A lot of people did not like that. I mean, uh, people on Twitter anyway. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it really depends on who you ask. But the, the breeding yeah. aspect was was only fun when you used the, the console reset trick, like save and then try if it yes, exactly. gets the Chocobo That's, you want and the reset, yeah. because otherwise it yep. just takes too long. It does. And the racing was, uh, from a gameplay I standpoint, very basic. And if you didn't know about the stamina trick, it was very yeah, infuriating. <laughs> that's true. And you didn't have that much control if you, even if you set it to manual. So yeah. I hope they at least do it the same or better than in, what was it, Lightning Returns in Serendipity. There yeah. was also a Chocobo Racing minigame. And then there you had a bit, little bit more control, especially over stamina. Like you had... Yeah. Could um, what was it like pressing X repeatedly or something to um, accelerate? Press something else to decelerate, and you had to keep your stamina stamina bar in in, in view, and you couldn't just race your way all through all through no, exactly. the race and something. It's yeah. I don't quite remember. It's something like that where you have a bit more uh, control and also can switch between like the, the racing lanes to overtake other chocobos and prevent them from overtaking you and stuff like that it kind of worked this way in the original but it was very clunky so yeah i see it more being like what's in 15 because they did a pretty good job with chocobo racing in 15 i actually enjoyed it that's true yeah also although you can't there was no breeding but i did like the racing aspect um although there was something about it that was really frustrating i can't remember what it was um, the basic racing was just against one other person, and it it it. I think it was the on... terrain. Like the controls weren't that great because there was like they changed the terrain, and then if you like went off, it was super easy to go off the course. I think because yeah, it was yeah, like hard yeah, to yeah, control yeah, true, true. or something. Yeah, I just I remember that um, about it. That was the frustrating part. True, you had to keep on track to go fast and. Off track, you were slow, so we had to yeah. kind of jump yeah. and fly over the off track to, mm-hmm. to cut through or yeah. get, get the shortcut in. It was possible, like if you knew the ins and outs and got the right uh, or fed fed your bird the right greens beforehand yes, to exactly. get the buffs. Yeah, um, but it it was pretty pretty aggravating, especially the uh, obstacle course. There was one yes. obstacle course I never beat because I. I think it this bird yeah, just I'm pretty didn't sure want I to... didn't. I'm pretty sure I didn't. Yeah, same. Yeah. I, I didn't finish it. I I don't think there was like one race I think that I could I just couldn't beat it. I just I did everything yeah. I could and then I was so frustrated I just ended up just like not doing it. Yeah, mine is even documented on my channel. Like at the last episode, I think it's 60 of my Final Fantasy 15 playthrough which nobody watches. <laughs> There in, at the end, it's uh, I, I try to beat the obstacle obstacle courses in chocobo racing, and this one course is just it's just hell. There's yeah, you have to jump over three stacks 
of uh, boxes and then threw a hoop. And for some reason, I kept falling down. It, the jump didn't really work. It was just, just something was really wrong there. I know. And then, then I just gave up and didn't play it anymore. As in the, the racing. Yeah. Yeah. They could do something more like 13. I think it was, was it 13 or 13-2? They had like a... Um... It was kind of like a racetrack, like an arena type of thing, but you didn't actually, like the characters aren't on the chocobos. It's like you choose the chocobo with the stats and it shows you like how many uh, races they've won to kind of give you an informed decision about like which one to choose, which you think is going to win. And then I think you place money on it. Oh, yeah. And then you or something like that. And then it's like it's Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. go. And then it shows them racing around a track, but you're not controlling them. It's like you're watching from the stands. Yeah, that's that's. I think that's the one I pr- tried to explain earlier. It's 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 not from Lightning Returns. It's uh, thirteen two in Serendipity. Yeah, I, I mixed those up. That's true. Uh, you had only the control in the, in the speed. I think how fast yeah, the chocobo was yeah. going, and you had to balance it out yeah. with stamina. That's. I think that's the only thing you could do, and maybe change tracks. I'm not sure. They could do something like that, but they yeah. do put the char- the main characters on them, like yeah. m- or maybe just Cloud is on one, but you don't control it you just like yeah i don't know I, cloud is on one or my, i think cloud is for cloud is forced as the protagonist onto one uh yes when you have to story wise like uh where uh, esther is your uh manager and you have mm-hmm. to have to get have to win in order to get out of prison but uh later i hope you can just choose which character sits on top of chocobo oh, and yeah, maybe even cool. uh catchy like without the Moogle, of course. Mm-hmm. Red Thirteen would kind of look silly and cool. I really hope it's possible. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be so ridiculous! It's, yeah, especially because it, it, I'm it's, picturing it right now. Yeah, it's it's even a thing on our uh, Cosmic Canyon Observatory server. Uh, one of one of our moderators drew um, a Red Thirteen on top of a chocobo, like uh, a really basic drawing, but it looks so awesome. And then we made a, an emote out of it. So we can even re- react with a uh, red racing on a chocobo as a, as an emote. It's pretty cool. <laughs> and this has to be a thing. Now it has to be a thing. <laughs> as for Enix, please listen to this podcast and <laughs> listen to my words. Do it. <laughs> I put that later as well because you also have something else written here, and I'm like, that's a great idea. They right, right. That in. You, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, few I forget I, what it is, yeah. but we'll talk about it in a bit. Yeah, definitely. And then we did talk about. Cosmo Canyon already. Um, you did write uh, Gungaga and uh, Rocket Town for a little, like, few lore relevant side quests as well. Yeah. We did talk about Cosmo Canyon. There's not too much in other places. Yeah, in, I thought about North Corel. Maybe we can do a few side quests to kind of redeem Barrett a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, Barrett can, uh, Barrett is forced into our party and then we do a few side quests so they. Like kind of make him work to accept him again, but it's still okay. not not done, and he's still mm-hmm. not in his right mind. But it's still it, it, I, I'm not sure if this works story wise because he's so down because he let his whole town down and it's burned down. He didn't do anything. He uh, was on Shinra's side, and then they screwed him and the whole town. And this is what leads him to leave the group. And then we see. Everyone's uh, being shut down, and someone uh, tells our group, "Oh, it was a guy, a guy with the gun arm," which was, of course, not Barrett, but uh, we know don't know that yet. And if Barrett starts to redeem himself a little bit, 
by doing side quests, it could diminish this effect, maybe. Mm -hmm. But it's it's still a, a nice thought, nonetheless. I think, like he goes there and tries to amend his relationships with the people there, but doesn't really. Oh, maybe yeah, it tries to. We we do a few side quests, but it still doesn't work. Like the let's say the elder or something still, yeah, isn't convinced, and then uh, we we go to Gold Source or something. Yeah, Maybe. it does make sense, I think. Yeah. We had a little bit of that with Cloud, right, in the slums. Like, true, remember true. when you just arrive and people are like, oh, who's this guy? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And then after yeah. you do quite a few side quests, it's mm. like kind of like people, you hear it when you're walking around, yeah, right? Like exactly. people are talking <laughs> and they know who you are. And then it's like you're changing people's perspective about mm. you and mm. the kids as well. When you help the kids, they in think you're eight, like... Yeah. Awesome. So it does make sense, I think, for mm -hmm. them to like borrow that and have Barrett do something like that. And where it's like he's trying to change his percept, like how people perceive him, kind mm -hmm. of redeem himself. Um, but then, like, not quite as much as like yeah. what happens with Cloud, I guess, and in the slums. But that. That's super interesting. I think that would be a really cool way to mm. kind of show more about Barrett's story, even. Yeah. Or you maybe know? there are a few characters who kind of still uh, or kind of understand him and aren't as, uh, like, don't heed as much vitriol against him, mm -hmm. but are still not, yeah, kind of on the fence. But they know. Or they think, oh yeah, right, Barrett, you can do this for us. Maybe uh, the others will understand more, or maybe get around. Yeah. But still, since it's optional, it won't really do anything overall. But it might change. Uh, yeah, it could something change something for later. in the future. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Exactly. It could change something in the future. Um, I'm not sure what, but yeah, or just just short time rewards like. Uh, uh, certain materia or mm -hmm. or like a, a good weapon for Barrett, which you only get when you do all three side quests, let's say. Just something like that. Just something something small that you feel you have accomplished something. You made up with some inhabitants there. Mm -hmm. You got something out of it gameplay-wise. Uh, but still then it's then after those side quests you're you might um go to the elder or or to some other person there's some town meeting or whatever else happens and no uh, and maybe the conversations changes a little bit if you did all of them but the outcome is still the same kind of but it's yeah i'm still on the fence about that but it's i really hope they do something with north corral and barrett not just mm -hmm. he gets there he gets punched in the gut and then we go through maybe buy four stealer and then just take take the cable car up to the gold sauce. Exactly. So there needs to be more. Yeah. Yeah. And what else do we have here? Um we talked about Wu Tai. Yes, side quest in Wu Tai is a must. Definitely. Yeah. Maybe only after we get Yuffie back, because before we get Yuffie, everyone doesn't really like to talk to us. We can't even buy anything. Which is pretty exactly. funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's kind of like that in Wall Market. Remember when we get there, there's all these people that are like in the... Like I explored that area and it annoyed me because it was like I knew that 
I would have to come back here later to talk to the people. They were in like that little alleyways that were sick. Like one of them's puking. Oh, right. And then yeah, one yeah, of them... yeah, true, true. Yeah. <laughs> so there could be some of that where, like you said, you go and it's like people are like, get out of here, blah. And yeah. like you can't buy things at the shop or you can't mm. do certain things. Exactly. Until you achieve certain like quests are done or you have done enough side quests where you've changed people's opinion about you or i don't know I'm yeah or you to have think. to do side quests for certain people like for the weaponsmith you have to do side quests yeah, and exactly. then you can buy stuff yeah or um maybe even a side quest from godo after you um rescue yuffie he thanks you, gives something, and then maybe he says, oh, you're so strong, maybe you can help me with this or with that. Maybe some side quests where you have to ward off um, Shinra at some outpost or something like that. Just cool things like that just to, to enhance the experience in Wutai. Not just go there, chase after Yuffie, rescue Yuffie, done. There needs to be a little bit more, I think. Um, yeah, like maybe Madame M's, like, sister lives there and we just go get another or, massage yeah. oh yeah <laughs> yeah exactly and then we say oh we were by, uh, at madame m's and she was uh, really fond with cloud and then oh let me exactly. try this too <laughs> and then let she me... gives you a discount yeah or let me show you that i'm better <laughs> than my sister <laughs> something uh, like that yeah 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 yep. think about the new characters as well we're not even we haven't even like talked about like <laughs> that as well yeah, i'm sure they're gonna possible, add new yeah. characters to these oh, areas sure. right yes, you know? yes so yes for sure although there are so many npcs in later uh, towns like in cosmo can there are so many yes, a little are. also named npcs mm -hmm. not so much in rocket town but i still hope that the old guy yeah. who gives you the yoshiuki is still there yeah i just hope there's there's a few more like a few more mem memorable characters you can that sets it apart from the original, not just take everything that's, that was there. I think that's, that's the main, main thing or one of the main things in Wall Market that, was, that made it so memorable in the, rem in the remake. You had Chocobo Sam, you had Madame M, you had uh, mm -hmm. Andrea, Andrea Rodea, you had um, Jules in, in the squad center, in, in the gym. You had uh, Leslie Kyle. Well, hate him or love him, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. The... the people's opinions are pretty divided there but still there are new characters named characters that you actually have to interact with and are integrated into the story this 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 is what what sets it apart i think in the not not just like the expanded location itself and the npc chatter and like the the additional corners exactly. it's also the npcs and these characters as well i mean like who knows who knows if we'll see them again, you know? Like, I feel like we're going to get Leslie Kyle again. We might see Could be, yeah. him in Wutai, you know, because Don Corneo is there. Mm -hmm. So he could be on his trail or something, you know? Right, anyway. Don Corneo is also there. Yeah, right, 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 right. This, this I, I see just, like, in my head, like, they, like, show, like, f just just flashes of, like, maybe like somebody laughing in an alleyway or something <laughs> it's like don corneo's leg just like it's like he's running or something and we just hear his voice or something like that where it's just gonna show 
it's going to give us little hints that he's there and maybe Leslie Kyle ends up showing up there and then we're doing a side quest with him. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Endless possibilities. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Then let's switch to mini games. You might remember Temple of the Ancients, which already had some kind of mini games like this, this clock you had to yeah. turn to mm -hmm. uh, enter different rooms and areas. There, there's also this room where you had to chase this, uh, this old ancient spirit through all those, I think, 10 entrances. Yeah. You, you went into one, emerged from a, another one, went into <laughs> the same one and emerged into, oh uh, from a third one and stuff. Like those the small mini games, I think they can really go ham with, uh, with this location, with all those quirks and small puzzles and mini games and, all, and the rolling boulders where you had to duck be beneath. This is also a great opportunity to expand a little bit upon that and add mm -hmm. more smaller gameplay elements. Same for Great Glacier and Gaia's Cliff. Great Glacier had this uh, minigame where you had to jump across, or could jump across um, those small ice, uh, not really islands, but like yes, yes. swimming ice thingies. Yeah. And you could only like jump on them once or twice until they uh, <laughs> disappeared, and you had to find the right pattern through. Um, this and in Gary's Cliff was uh, warming yourself up. Like, oh yeah, yeah, just, um, rubbing yourself with uh, <laughs> with your hands or something, and then uh, getting your body heat back up again. There's so much. I totally yeah. forgot about that. Oh my god! Although it is, uh, they might eliminate this because I really hope they uh, that that Holtzoff gives us um, winter gear. That we have winter gear and an actual. Exactly. Oh, I just came up with this. Wind, not just winter gear, but also climbing gear. And then we kind of like the the the, the uh, uh, how are they called? The 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 grappling guns. Kind of so, something similar like mm -hmm. the grappling guns we used in chapter fifteen. That we have to climb up there, but maybe a little bit more elaborated, or maybe we have actually have to, um, like have our our pickaxe and those um how are, how are those those huge uh nails called you ram into the rock face to like wrap your um your rope climbing rope around so we can actually climb a rock yeah face. i don't even know yeah like those those huge uh, nail thingies yeah just something like that would be pretty cool to um Instead of just uh, mashing uh, square every time you are outside to get your temperature up, something to actually climb up there would be pretty cool. It's called a pitten. Uh, pitten, okay. Never heard or, of that. <laughs> or a peg. I was just going to call heard about it a peg. peg. Yeah, peg. Yeah. Let's, let's say peg. Yeah, peg is good. <laughs> it would be cool if they had something where they give them, like they get winter gear and then they kind of make like a joke about <laughs> something like how that was a mini game in the original, but like not a mini game, but they just, oh, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just kind of like a super meta way to be like, yeah, Oh exactly. God, like, thank God we have this gear and we don't have to go up there and like try to warm each other up or something yeah. like that. <laughs> exactly. Just be yeah. like, you yeah. know, cause it's just like, wh True. what? Like, why was that there in the original? 
you know i know yeah, why yeah. i know why yeah <laughs> but it's now they just can put a jacket on like yeah exactly you know they don't need to do that <laughs> it's, it's kind of kind of similar to uh the the switch minigame in chapter seven like in the reactor number five in the original you had to kind of try to tr- to time it with the Tifa and barrett so that everyone yeah. press at the same time and now we had to use those um more convenient levers yes and i think tifa also makes the remarks that that she's yes, surprised she that we we got it this fast <laughs> because in the original yeah. usually it took you like 10 tries exactly or something. <laughs> something like that like yeah. where it's just making fun of the original because yeah. it's like why because they probably mm. couldn't program it so they could wear different outfits so they couldn't so they were just like oh well we're gonna like obviously people might question like oh god like shouldn't they be cold mm. yeah exactly they're not wearing appropriate clothing but at least they they uh, dropped the joke about that in the original like i think was yes, barracks exactly. or, or sits that that uh um like lamented about oh this is so cold and stuff <laughs> And I, 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 I don't think it was really a technical issue because we had different outfits in Wall Market. But yeah, that's true. That's it's true. Probably more like. Um, but the outfits weren't um, separate from the actual character, though. It was like embedded into the character model, like the polygons. Yeah, yeah themselves of course, it was completely in the originals. Uh, so. Yeah. How many like character models could they actually make for each clothing style? I don't know how much yeah. memory that would take, or maybe there was limitations to yeah that, that and right? also battles because yeah, in battles if, exactly. if they don't wear those, it's mm-hmm. weird. <laughs> it's weird. Then they would have to like program the battles mm-hmm. to show that it's the new model with that outfit yep. on. Yeah. Also, all those those cutscenes later, and then the pre-rendered cutscene when the the weapons emerge, because I don't think they yeah. will have changed their gear by then. Exactly, all those things. So yeah, they probably had in head an idea, but it was too complicated, and they just left it and put uh, put mm-hmm. that, put in this joke. <laughs> and now they can do the reverse. <laughs> they can do the reverse exactly. Yeah. That would be cool. Definitely, definitely. Also. Uh, remember Holtzoff, like the guy that um, that that uh, picks us up uh, after we faint in the in the field. I really oh, yeah. hope. Oh my gosh! Yeah, this cool guy. I really hope that we, uh, we can do maybe one or two side quests for him, as uh, like to get back the favor for him taking care of ourselves, uh, t- taking care of, of of us. Yes. So many characters cool. in this game. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Too many. Wow. I just yeah. forgot. I it's it's a lot. Mm. Wow. Yep. And this is only until uh this the the, the huge uh let's say the client the one of the big climaxes in, in the game. But afterwards, when you get the high wind, there's so much, so much potential. I don't think we need to get into this right now no. because it will, it will yes, be exactly. endless. But what yeah. I can see, what I kind of predict, is that we have the high wind, and then it will become kind of open world. We can visit everything there is to visit. But of course, may, many things are probably not activated yet, and we have to maybe progress the story a little bit. That this, this, and that will become available. But still, many 
many points or many side quests or maybe even main quests can be approached in a different order. I really hope this will be the case. It ki- yeah. It's kind of like that in the original where, we, where you can choose between, uh, I think, the, um, the submarine and the rocket. Like, I, th- I think you can do both in um, either order. And I think it's also possible to get the huge material at Fort Condor and in Corel, um, like in either order, like first Corel and then Fort Condor. I'm not sure if we, if you can do that with Tifa already or if you need to top her off at Clouds first. I'm not quite sure yet, but... All this, this this whole huge material quest is not fixed, so we can like do one the one or the other first. What I do know, you can't do the submarine one and the rocket one before Cloud gets back to you. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I know by heart. The rest is kind of foggy right now. I just don't see us getting the high wind until the last part. Yeah, definitely. That's because then it'll be like probably the end of. The PS5, um, yes, generation or, or way into way into PS5, yes. So it'll be like they would have time to figure out the architecture of the mm. system, and yeah, really, definitely. You know, when it's like the end of the generation, it's like always the best looking games, yep. and they always have like the biggest, yes. you know, areas and stuff, and that's kind of where we are now with the PS4. So I just see it being like the last part potentially being possible for them to do that. But um, how are they going to recreate all of the original parts of the map that are in part one and two? If it's four parts, one, two, three, you know what I mean? And then they have to recreate all that just for part four. And then you can go anywhere. Uh, Anyway, kind of, I don't think you can visit everything, but since the previous locations are already done they can just copy they and paste just, it exactly yeah and since yeah. it's already on the same system it's pretty easy i think and yeah. storage is not as much of an issue i think yeah although it could be that some areas are closed off like we can't enter exactly. hall anymore or maybe not the, the military yeah. mines or something because it's not it gives relevant me confidence anymore. that yeah. they can do it though because i was scared mm. they weren't going to be able to do it but they did give the flying regalia in um yes 15 which <laughs> it, i could not land that thing for the life of me so I never really yeah, flew it, it was... in the air because I could never land it. So everybody would just die. Yeah, it, it's, it was extremely finicky. <laughs> it would, that's I true. would crash it and it would be like game over. And I'm like, oh yeah. my God, I just yeah, murdered yeah. my whole party. Um, yeah. it's, it's, so, it was aggravating. Yeah, and 10, I liked that we had an airship, but I hated the fact that you just click where you yeah, want the destination a on a map and then it just loaded it. Yeah. Like it wasn't like you'd had no control, right? Mm, exactly but yeah fingers crossed we'll see yeah. i've i've written down a few ideas here how i envision especially uh traversal and vehicles that's also why i th- i think part three or, the, or at least the last part will start with execution at junon and then we get the high wind then it's one game completely based on open world and high wind traversal so they have to like create this whole system for one game not before yeah 
that's, that makes that's sense. my my reasoning. And with the high winds, I already talked about this uh, with some people on our Discord server. Um, just imagine when you're just running around on the on the world map. It's not really the world map. It's those are the the expanded zones, kind of like Final Fantasy twelve, but bigger and less zones. Yeah, and then you know, okay, you're only in this area, but you know the the world is much much bigger. But you can't go anywhere uh, everywhere because it doesn't really make sense anyway. Why would you want to explore every single uh, square meter everywhere? It's, it doesn't make sense. But when you have the high wind, you're very high up. You see the whole world map like rendered, just uh, low resolution. If you were to be close, but you're far away, so it still exactly. looks amazing. You can fly everywhere and anywhere, but you can't land everywhere, only in predetermined spots or areas. Okay. And if you're like, let's say you're uh, above the Chocobo Ranch area, it's it says in maybe one of the corners, like top left or something, Chocobo Ranch area or something, then you know if you press the landing button, it can land there. Right. And then it will, like, let's say on a PS5, because of the stupidly fast loading times you can press land then it will kind of zoom in it will actually land with the high wind it will zoom in and like instantly load the actual area and then it it will land at the pretty pretty fine spot where the high wind has room to land and then you're there it zooms down to um yeah. like the exit hatch or something where you see pff, that makes sense it goes uh, it it's uh, it opens and cloud and the and the, the guys or girls, wherever you're having a party, uh, walk out, and there you can immediately run around in this area. That's how yeah. I, I envision it. I'm hoping the same thing because I'm hoping that there will be less disguising loading with yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, shouldn't be because I hope they will um, like develop it with uh, PS5 in mind and only like. It, activate those disguised loading stuff if you're playing on a PS4, but if you're playing on a PS5, it will be probably a bit different. And the thing I just proposed also works for the PS4, because if you play on a PS4 or Pro, it will not zoom down. Then it will seem if it will zoom down, but it fades to black, it loads, and then it fades in again, and you're just standing in front of the high wind, and then you can run around. It's just a loading. But in the PS, the PS5 doesn't need loading screens, so we can actually show the animation that the high wind high wind lands. It zooms down. The whole Chocobo Ranch uh, like uh, zooms or flies into your face, so yes. to speak, and then you're down. And if you want to take off again, just enter the high wind. It just it closes, and then pfft, it, the camera goes up, and the, the high yeah. wind zooms out, and then you could just fly around again. It might take maybe a few seconds more to land and to take off compared to the original, but still pretty fast, I think. And if you press triangle or whatever button it will be in the remake to enter the cockpit, it could, it could also kind of uh, zoom in and around. Like the camera actually doesn't, it doesn't load, but the camera zooms into the co- cockpit. So that you... Oh, yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, and then you say I want to fly and then it zooms out again and you have control over the the, the high wind no fade in fade out of course it has to on the PS4 but on the PS5 it could just uh, show you all the bells and whistles do you think they'll give us control to fly it around 
Oh, for sure. I hope so. Yeah, because it, so it, it, it will it will work this way. It's kind of like the original. You have a, a low resolution world map uh, uh, below you, a high wind. You fly around to your heart's content. And when you can la land something, it will tell you, and you can press a button, and then it will land with the yeah. The transition. The I fact that they before. did it with fifteen gives me yeah. confidence that that's what we're gonna get. Mm -hmm. It was a little bit different in fifteen because you it's. Well, no, yeah, it's it's quite similar, but you 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 are not as high as you will be with the high wind because, um, the way I described it, you will be so far away, you then don't you only have to actually fully render and create uh, all those areas you're actually able to traverse by foot. Okay. The rest can be low resolution because you're so far away with the high wind that you won't see it anyway. But you can also like create some optional areas you can only reach with the, the high wind or chocobos uh let's say areas uh, um around the hidden materia caves yeah. those for example or um enclosed islands like islands enclosed with uh, deep water I already also thought about how chocobos will work because you have to run around in in the respective um, areas or zones, so to speak. And so if, if you have, let's say, a mountain chocobo, you, can, you could cross mountains. Mm -hmm. But then again, it should be, you should be able to like, cross maybe most of, of the world map, or at least uh, within a continent. And then you'd have to create the whole continent also. So yes. I'm not quite sure how they will go about that. However, I had another idea that they could create like kind of um, generically or even, what's the word? Um, when, it's, when it automatically populates an area. Um, the word escape, escape, escapes me right now. Um, like Minecraft or Terraria or um, Cube World or something, where it just generates the whole world. Procedural, right. Procedural generated areas. Like, like let's say, um, the vast... Um, or let's, let's take Wutai continent as an example. Important is all, only the port, for example, like we discussed before, and Wutai itself, and the area in between, like the path between. The rest of the continent isn't really important for anything, but it could be populated, populated and um, procedurally generated ac according to certain uh, parameters so that we can traverse mm -hmm. most of it, let's say only with a buggy or only with a mountain chocobo, so that we can actually reach a, ma a, a, a manually created area, an optional area, maybe a dungeon or something with a treasure or something, but the rest is just procedurally generated and just there so we can traverse, traverse it by Chocobo or have, um, have it connect um, manually created areas or zones. And that way you can still create the whole world, make most of it traversable, but only have to actually craft the important ones and the rest can just be yeah, it, it might might uh, look a bit different because it's procedurally generated, 
but this is also good because we, you know you are in a procedurally generated area and there is nothing it's just for traversal and you have to look for something that looks not procedurally generated so we know oh this is uh this is now uh, an area of interest i need to go there the pitfall there is that the procedurally generated areas look too different and maybe too weird could be it's i don't know the specifics in procedural generated worlds how well it yeah. works because in uh, no man's sky they had quite a lot of problems at mm -hmm. first but i think the planets like the landscapes are pretty nice mostly generated only the the animals weren't but that's not an issue in, not an issue for the remake here so that's just all the uh, my mind dump <laughs> yeah so that, that, that you i and, like the uh, high the wind idea and i also yeah. think that it would be cool if they did a combination of 10 and 15 so you can control it and you can fly and you can see the world below and you can land it mm. like you said but also you maybe you could like fly it above the clouds or something and then when you're above the clouds it's kind of like you can um walk around inside of it and mm -hmm. there's uh, things going on, like everybody's kind of doing their own thing. You can talk to them. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's of course, yeah. a shop on there. Um, mm -hmm. But it's kind of like you have to go above the clouds, like you have to go up. And then it's kind of like that's, it's like that's where you would be able to do like the walking around thing. Um, or putting it on autopilot or something where you, and then you can just get up, but it's still moving. Although that's I'm not sure if that'll idea, be possible yeah. or not, but... Like, let's say you have the pilot and you talk to the pilot, then you can either uh, select manual, and then you have to just fly around yourself, or you can um, yeah, like exactly. auto, and then you yeah. can, on, on a map, you can uh, select, That'd be cool. let's say, Fort Condor, and then it will fly there automatically. You can either watch it from above or oh, that would be so uh, cool. Be in, or walk around inside, like you have maybe a timer. Do you know um, how long it takes until we we get there, or a bar that fills that you see? Oh, it's um, it's still there. It's halfway there, so I still have time to to run around. When it's there, it says, "Okay, we're there." Then you can choose to exit or still run around if you want to yeah you could land or you're like okay yeah. now i'm ready to land or whatever and then exactly yeah or you could also then choose um like fast travel you could choose an, a location and then it actually loads there it te instantly mm -hmm. teleports there like if you want to be quick you can but if you want to like talk to the people while you're uh, flying there so to mitigate uh, load times or mitigate exactly uh, like a, yeah or or eliminate the fade in fade out stuff i think this this could be a, a good compromise between the three you have the final fantasy 10 10 2 approach with instant uh fast travel yeah you have but the you're final able fantasy... to walk around yes exactly you have the final fantasy 12 approach where you can uh also switch or select between fast travel or actually flying there and you can uh, walk around mm -hmm. on deck and inside yeah I and like only that. say, okay, I, now I want to go to my quarters and then arrive. Or actually, oh, original version or original um, variation mode to manually fly around the place. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. What I'm not quite sure how to actually think about it is the submarine. It could be kind of the same. 
but then again it's it's not like you, you could uh, can um like fly at or or swim at a distance from the bottom i think you kind of can but i'm not sure if you can get away with the same trick as i explained before with the high wind so it's yeah yeah i'm not sure not how the sure. submarine part is going to work they might end up not allowing us to control it yeah, maybe because there is a, a mini game. It could be kind of similar, or or what what I what I what could work is you are actually in the cockpit. You see outside what what happens. Like if you're getting close to wall or close to the yes. ground, you see it kinda, and the the lights will shine on closer objects more, of course, as it always does. But right uh, right next to you, you see uh, this uh, echo ping. Uh, circle yeah. that um, not quite sure how it's called in English. That you you see the walls, you see where walls would be if they come close, and you also see maybe stuff that's floating around. Maybe other uh, in, in the mini game you you will see other vehicles, and if they get close, you actually see them on your screen, and then you can lock on. But if you're only traversing, like after you get to the submarine, you might see. Maybe bigger fish or something like that, if they're of of any danger. So I don't know. Maybe, but also emerald weapon. Maybe there's just one big dot that could appear, and then you you know, oh oh, emerald weapon is close. And if you actually go close to it, front uh, front on, you can see it slowly emerging from the darkness, and then get closer. And if you're too mm-hmm. close, it ah, it will ram us, and, the poof, and then the <laughs> maybe that the fight in some capacity starts or something i really looking forward to that i ho- i so hope they can kind of pull this off yeah and we see it emerge from the depths from the, the darkness and see more than the silhouettes and the more details and then it's a huge thing that would be awesome fingers crossed yeah. <laughs> oh definitely yeah <laughs> all right so we're moving on to character combat here so i love this about what you have about uh Kate She or <laughs> Kate Sith that I called it when I was a kid, Kate Sith. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So did you want to talk about that a little bit? Right, right. Yeah, I, I tried to come up with, uh, say, Limit Breaks, ability stuff, but I thought, nah, this is, this is too much work. There needs to be mm-hmm. too much thought put into it for a podcast. Maybe I'll yeah. create a video about this at some point. So I just tried to like think about their main battle like how they feel in battle mm-hmm. and what their triangle attack would look like so for Ketchi, it's like of course the mock is the fighter uh, kate sits on top and if you attack it just uses its fist or so to pummel the enemy or maybe even uh roll roll over the enemies or something i don't know and kate just has to uh to run backwards <laughs> to not fall fall down it could even be an, an ability and if you roll, roll around too fast, Kate falls down and then you're stunned for maybe a few seconds until Kate has to uh, mount the Moogle again and then you're ready or something. Mm-hmm. It could be like a risk-reward system for an ability. Um, and then uh, Kate when he's above the, the mount, he can uh, shout at the abilities. Like abilities are usually being shouted let's say, uh, motivate to increase yes, exactly. strength or something in an area. Yeah, I or, like that. Yeah, or to 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 lower 
movement or to even uh, stun enemies in the area or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like to support character. And if you press triangle, you dismount. I love For example, this. and you have different abilities or you're extremely fast. Or you, yeah. or maybe the uh, the Moogle can then do something on his own or roll roll around on his own and catch yeah. can just do up but it's extremely vulnerable. Maybe the damage taken is doubled or something. Uh or I love that. Could, I love that so much. Yeah, this would be really cool. This mountain mount. Or maybe just a super AoE shout, like area of effect shout with triangle. Let's say uh, similar to Mm, either Barrett when he shouts and then you have maybe takes 45 seconds to reload mm -hmm. or like Aerith you have to press it and the longer you press the the the, the, um, the stronger the shout will be but of course w during that time you're immo Im immobile and enemies can attack you kind of something like that I'm really looking yeah. forward to Ketchy's uh, fighting style this would be this will be super fun, I hope. So that he's not hated anymore. <laughs> yeah. Because so many so many people or at least I perceive it as many that many people yeah. don't really like him and could do without him. Some people even said, well, if they have to to eject the character, just eject catchy and does they don't make him playable anymore. And I said, What? Why? <laughs> he's the one of the most fun characters, at least yeah. in terms of the remake, what they could do with him. I love the fact that you said um, triangle to dismount. I yeah. love that. And I think that when they're in that form, maybe like there's two separate HP pools. So there's an HP pool for oh, yeah. being together where mm -hmm. it's larger. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's more, like you said, it's like AOE damage or crowd control abilities. Mm -hmm. And then when they're separate, um, more high damage but very vulnerable like your defense mm -hmm. is very low yeah. your hp pool is very exactly. low your but your attack damage is increased a lot but you can't be in that mode for a very long time so maybe you could do that for when they're staggered like an enemy if they keep the staggered um gameplay element there that that would be really mm -hmm. cool because then you can get in and do some I don't even know, like some nail swipes or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, or biting or like, yeah, exactly. I'm just trying to think like, um, and then when you're together, it's kind of like you're a tank. So mm -hmm. you're doing a shout out so that it's kind of like a sentinel in 13 where yeah, exactly, you would exactly. be like, where you just bear it kind of acts as the tank in part one, yeah. where you would yep. attract the attention of the enemy because you have mm -hmm. the largest HP pool. Um, and they, I don't, I'm not even like, my brain's just going here, like trying to think, mm -hmm. but that, that would be really cool. And then maybe sure, if yeah. you could like absorb that damage, but then it will increase your attack damage when you're dismounted or something. Um, I'm not cool sure too, about yeah. having yeah. two different characters being able to switch because then it would kind of be like, there's two <laughs> Like, I'm not sure if, like, one of them is just being controlled by the AI when yeah. you're separate. The Moogle will then act on it on his own, probably. Yeah, but he could be, like, rolling around. Like, yeah. rolling around the battlefield mm -hmm. and stunning and doing that. And then you just kind of get in there and you're like, 
you know, doing high damage, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. But then you have to get back on because you, it use like you're, you get hit like maybe once or yeah, twice it's... and then you're almost dead or something. Yeah. No, almost no defense and stuff, but a higher output and extreme combo, like, uh, just scratching around with, uh, with his, uh, his nails and paws. Yes, and exactly. Yeah. Or biting. Maybe, yeah, biting. Or maybe even increase uh, stagger bonus when the, the enemy is staggered, which is not yeah, possible otherwise be. and stuff. Yeah. Or something like throwing bombs or something. Like Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. I like the fat chocobo, yeah. With throws around bombs and pylons and whatever. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that, I love that, though. I think that would be so cool. Yeah. And then I said later on, I said, Square Enix, you need to, if you're listening... You need to do that. <laughs> yeah. Just create a, a really, really fun character out of Ketchy. I like that element in World of Final Fantasy as well. I love that. Like, they had a stack. You right, could just stack, stack yeah. on top of one another. Mm. And then you had a larger HP pool with different abilities. Mm-hmm. And then you could also unstack and have them separate. So yeah. that's I love that mechanic about that game. That's That was pretty I, cool. That's, I thought that's it was true. pretty cool, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Maybe when, when Ketchy is uh, being uh, hit really hard, uh, the cat, Ketchy itself, maybe mm-hmm. topples and t- uh, tumbles down. And yeah. he, he has to get up again first. Or you can just run around as, as him if you want. Like it automatically changes into the other mode if he falls down. And you can either yeah. press triangle yes. to get up again or just keep going alone. Stuff like yeah. that, yeah. That's if he's going to be controllable in the game. Because I could also see it where they could do like a Red 13 in part one where he's Mm. not controllable, but he's fighting in the battle with you instead. Uh, We'll we'll get him early enough that they should make him AI only. If we get him in Gold Saucer, then we have the prison, then we have Gongaga, Cosmo Canyon, Nibelheim, which is what I think is the the earliest cutoff point for part two. Yeah. So I, I don't think they should make him AI only. It would feel very weird. Especially because he needs to be our friend and that, that we yeah. don't suspect him of being a spy. And if he's just an AI, we... Uh, hmm, why is he just AI? Why is he just... They're not controllable. That's is he true. really with us? If Is he not? They also have... They have a lot of other characters, though. So I'm just thinking, like... I don't know. I don't know if they'll do that or not. Ah, that's, that's I hope no so. Problem. Yeah, I, <laughs> I just hope. I, I've talked about this with uh, with other people, and other people had uh, also really great ideas about character swapping. I think other podcasts also talked about this, like kind of like Final Fantasy X. You ha- you assign three characters for battle, right? But f- um, by expanding, let's say one or even two ATB bars. Oh, okay. You can switch with another one. Yeah, like you can can uh, open your command uh, menu, time slows down, and you can select yes. the switch character. Yeah, and they just run out of battle. They just run out. Yeah, they just in, run out. In 10, they in. just run 10, out yeah. of the battlefield, and then the next one runs in. I like yeah. that. The same could be possible here. And the, ones, the, the, the characters that are outside also gain slowly ATB, but just slowly. Like, if, if, the, if, if you were just to... Um, stand still on the battlefield it it will fill but only slightly and characters on in the, in the reserve so to, mm-hmm. so to speak could 
also um, increase ATB because if you switch and they're empty, it's not that fun. That's also why I kind of think that if you swap out, the one that, uh, that uses the swap empties ATB completely. And then that's yeah. why you can't just swap him in again and use another ATB. So this could probably work this way. But as but then you can also switch out and immediately do some AT, uh, another ATB attack, kind of like mm-hmm. sort of combo maybe I don't know. But just w- switching back again then wouldn't work, just once because uh, the one that's been that, that has been waiting outside of the battlefield has already accumulated some ATB. But since they're empty at the start, you can't just uh, attack a little bit. And then swap in and then attack also because then they won't have an ATB bar filled yeah. yet. Hmm. I like it in 13 how they had the paradigm system. I actually really enjoyed that system a lot where That's you pretty cool could too, yeah. do presets of characters and then it was like this is it's like your this is like your Ravager set. Mm-hmm. And then you had your Sentinel. Yeah, and then you had your, and then depending on the enemy, you had to switch between paradigms. Yeah, and what exactly. you're trying to do was, like, the thing is about that game is like if you didn't actually pay attention and try to learn that system, then you it was a hard game. But That's like, true, I yeah. loved it. <laughs> I was like, I loved it. Like, I I just something about it. I just I really enjoyed the it. Itself was pretty cool too. Yeah, that's true. But that would be cool too if they had mm. like you got a bonus for. Like you could do high damage together or something. I'm not sure what I'm trying to say, yeah. but yeah, if you I, switch I, I between you, yeah. groups of heroes instead of like, I'm going to switch one out, like each one individually, then you would switch like presets that you have chosen for, I don't know. Maybe as a second secondary option, like just, uh, switch this character or switch whole party. But this only works if you have six or more, of course. Then you have to kind of preset yeah, that's true. sets, yeah. and yeah, mm-hmm. this could prove a little bit uh, yeah complicated. Yeah, maybe. But what I can see is um, something uh, along those lines of chrono triggers, uh, dual or even triple tech. So right. Maybe not necessarily with the, the the people in in your group, but if if a character outside of your group has enough ATB. You can do both a like a, a double attack by using oh. the ATB of both you and one in the reserve. And then both do an attack. Yes. And then the one, uh, and then it actually switches. It's like a switch with an attack. It's not just an, uh, just a double attack, but it's it's an, a double attack, and then you switch to this character. I love that. It's not that. just switch, but with That's a, with an so attack. Cool. And, Maybe if you um, like increased uh, the affection level high enough, you get a bonus attack for those two characters or something. Maybe I'm just brainstorming, but this could also prove pretty pretty neat. Yeah, kind of like how 15 was with the team up attacks. Yeah, right. Yeah, something like, like but, that. Yeah. But it would be like that, but you're switching. Like you do that, but then at the end of that, it's like, it switches the, character, yeah. It switches, or the next character jumps in, and you three of you do an attack, and then that second one leaves, and then that person's there, like that character is there then, or something like that, yeah. Or yeah. even within within the 
the active party. Like you can uh, uh, choose command menu, and then you have a menu dual triple tech or however it calls or uh, party attacks. That. Yeah, and then if if two or more more mm -hmm. people have something learned, let's say yeah. Cloud and Tifa have learned something, then you can select this. Yeah. Both have to have at least, let's say, one ATB or maybe full ATB, depending on what ability it is. And then both can execute this. I, I love absolutely this love that. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like for me, that was what was kind of missing in part one. Yeah, I true. love the combat in part one. I love it. It's probably the best out of all the modern Final Fantasy games, in my oh, opinion, sure. anyway. Because mm -hmm. uh, it borrows the great things from multiple battle systems from yep. like many of the Final Fantasy games. I think it's amazing. I just feel like it would have been so cool to have like team up attacks. Mm -hmm. And I know you you can control each character individually, which is what we wanted with versus thirteen. And we got yep. fifteen, <laughs> and that's not what happened until later. And they patched it in and blah blah blah, whatever. But like this is like that from the beginning. Like just having that would be so cool. And would bring a new element to it as well. And, and also having preset AI commands. So where it's like, okay, now I want, I want more of like a medic. Like that's what the characters are doing when I'm controlling one of the characters by myself. Mm -hmm. uh, where the AI, like I can choose what the AI is doing while I'm issuing commands. If it's like, okay... I'm they're healing or I want them to focus on um attack or or damage or I want them to focus on um uh defense. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? And I know that there are other which other Final Fantasy kind of has that. I forget now. I only know in 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 Kingdom Hearts you can set the the, the basic uh or the main like AI if they should focus more on healing, immediately immediately heal or go all out with uh, offensive spells and attacks or conserve MP or uh, use items, don't use items. I think in Kingdom Hearts 2 and above, you could set this for like attack a lot. Yes, exactly. Or not much. Use items a lot or not much like individual. Like there were like five settings per character for yeah. MP consumption, item consumption, attack, defense. Like you could just switch around this. It works because you can't use them directly Donald and Goofy this is why I don't think right. it's much of a help in this in, in the remakes uh, battle system but what I could see is like set a general AI setting like let's say for Barrett focus on on triangle attacks like use, use triangle attacks a lot they don't currently but maybe they could incorporate that or focus on blocking and don't attack all the time or attack all the time and don't really care about blocking and taking damage just attack attack to build ATB uh, or go right into the, the enemy's face or try to evade try to or, or 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 which enemy to attack like the same as the the players attacking or not the, the same as the players attacking and stuff like that because if you start uh, if, if you're able to set the AI to such an extent in, in the menus that you can also say, okay, uh, for example, Tifa uses the fire materia, uses this ability, uses this and that, and in, uh, eventually ATB attacks, so to speak, or ATB abilities. Then it's 
it kind of devolves into Final Fantasy XV or Kingdom Hearts territory where you have one character you play and the others do whatever they want and you don't have to switch them or don't have to issue commands. That's, I don't think it really works out this way with, with the system they set up, but like basic, basic AI, what they do now, but set, um, set some preferences, how they should attack, how they should um, run around the battlefield, who they should attack. That should work because I think ATB abilities you should, and especially limit breaks you should still manually execute. I just know that people were complaining about. I know. Yes, I know. I saw that too. <laughs> um, you had to control everything for every mm. single person. So, like, if somebody needed to heal, you had to heal them individually. There wasn't mm. like, okay, so now you're switching, and it's like, I'm. I want my AI. Like, I want the party to focus on healing. So now mm. it's like they'll focus on buffing and then you can switch and be like, now I want it to be attack damage. It's kind of like how the paradigm system in 13 worked, but not really kind of like you would yeah, have like a, I mean, yeah. a medic team. And then it's like, that's your set, but you have a damage dealer and two medics, you know, kind of like the job system. I'm not sure. Anyway. Yeah. Although I think that the problem is you can, with the material can set, whatever ability and magic you want and not everything is available so if you set for example tifa use fire if um the enemy is weak to fire and she doesn't have this equipped doesn't do anything that's why i think they should incorporate more independence materia for auto whatever like auto heal or yeah, auto cure that's true and provoke and this this the synergy materia which was a support material should they should play around more with that especially with uh with the support material the blue ones you can for example say um like a blue one exploit weakness and then you can yeah. slot it or combine it with a uh, fire and if if you if you already have analyzed the uh, the enemy and the others know okay this enemy is weak to fire then they start casting fire when they can to exploit weakness for example or uh, let's say what what else could there be? Um, use when low low on health, or use on on low low health uh, uh, ally, or use on enemy when on low health. Like let's say a, a strong ability, for example, true strike or something. Use on enemy when uh, below twenty percent or something. That's the materia that says that it works like this. Yeah. Then combine it with. Uh, well, not maybe true strike because this is inherent, but uh, a a yellow materia, maybe death death strike or however however it's called death blow. And as soon as an enemy is is close to dying, Tifa runs up to to this enemy and just death blows him until it's it's done. When there's ATB, of course. That's what I could see because that this works with the existing system. Of course, yeah. you you lose in a, uh, um, with the blue materia, you lose a slot. But you have right. more to control, and you only use it on things you actually have on your disposal. Otherwise, you just keep having to uh, change your settings when you also change your material. And this could prove pretty cum cumbersome, I think. That's 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 how I uh, envision this, how it could work with existing system without breaking um, their vision, so to speak, their, their right. vision for gameplay. Yeah.
All right. So we we did not talk about Vincent yet. No, I I tried to fly through the rest because I know we've got <laughs> get still got attention again. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. We can end it it's there. Fine. Yeah. Now I'll go through Vincent Sidiufik real quick. Okay. All right. So we only managed to go through Ketchy. So let's quickly go through the rest. Uh, Vincent, I envision him being kind of similar to Barrett, also long range, of course, but more nimble. And maybe his triangle uh, mode could be sniper, like he goes into first person and then you can slowly walk around and uh, turn around with the camera to snipe um, enemies farther away. And maybe even um, like each enemy has more vulnerable areas where it gets maybe double or triple damage. Let's say the head of a humanoid is triple damage. The torso is is double. Or maybe yeah. when he, he hits a limb, it could um, inflict a, a status ailment or something like that. I don't know. Just... Just some cool stuff, but it's, it might be a bit too too much. Uh, with Sid, could be, because he's a dragoon, triangle, a whole triangle could be preparing a jump. And if you release triangle, it, he jumps as high and for as long as you uh, charged it. Kind of similar to Aerith's charge ability, Tempest. Then it, and then, uh, it just bounces down to maybe the, the one you had uh, locked on to before or maybe just in the middle of the enemies like an aoe attack or something like that could work yeah uh yuffie let's say when you normally attack yes she has like a boomerang pardon me a boomerang attack Mm -hmm. where it's not really aoe but it has like this this circular uh flying path and when you use triangle it switches to a focused attack and then whichever enemy you're focused to or lock has locked onto she like uh, throws her shuriken in a straight line to this enemy and then it comes back again like focused on one but more damage and less damage but more enemies like maybe a little bit of more crowd control or something like that Oh my god, imagine like an ability where she charges it up and then she actually just throws it out and it just spins in front of her stationary and it's kind of like a saw that just like cuts them up in the middle and it's just kind of like it just stays there. Yeah. And then it comes back. Oh my god, that would be so cool. Yeah, like Tifa's cheat trap, just cooler. (laughs) I can't wait to play this game. Oh my gosh, we're talking about it in my mind. I'm like, I'm seeing it in my head and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's going to be so good. (laughs) (laughs) And for Red 13, I couldn't come up with much but then I thought about his Howling Moon ability mm-hmm. and something like that could be like he just switches mode to triangle and he howls and then he's kind of powered up. He's maybe faster, stronger, but has less accuracy or so. Maybe it's it's difficult to, to control him, but it's still easier to like saw chaos a lot, uh, among among the crowd. But yeah, I'm I'm not. That quite, makes sense. I can, yeah, I can yeah. see that. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Just just like cloud cloud is really slow, but has a longer combo and a stronger attack. But he he has to already be in the in the enemy's face when you switch modes, but can also counter. 
So kind of like that, just just in a in a, in a different way, just mm-hmm. to switch up Red uh, uh feeling in combat a little bit, and then just quickly equipment and materia. I think materia was a little bit lackluster. We had cool materia, but there is so much potential. There are so many materia that were missing. Yeah, that's only. True. Two elemental, only one. I know. Magnify oh my and, gosh! I was like, really, yeah. only two elemental in the yeah. whole game. Yeah, exactly. I was like, wow! I thought I was going to have enough to have like everybody to have one. Yes, exactly. <laughs> At least two: one in the weapon, one in the yes. in the armor. Speaking of armor, we only had, and also they didn't have hmm? um, master material either. So like yeah, when you level yeah, them up, true, true. In the original, they have babies, right? Like a new, yeah. ba- it's like a baby materia, exactly. Which is, yeah. which is like you get rewarded for leveling it up um, yes, to the max. Yes. And here it was like, okay, it just leveled up, and it stayed maxed out. And I understand that, but um, so at purposes, least give us yeah. more. Yeah, definitely. This this also kind of leads me to believe that we can somehow maybe take over a few things from our previous saves not everything because it was this would completely break the, the balancing mm-hmm. but maybe take over some materia maybe our ele- element based green magic this maybe some summons maybe the blue materia or something like that just kind of parts of our materia pool if we get if if we get got those we got those like those we had only a limited amount of like wind, mm-hmm. we only had two as well, or three, two or three. First strike, only two, stuff like that. But still, if you all have all of those from the beginning, it's still probably overpowered, maybe. So it's 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 hard to say, hard to say. But yeah, I feel like some of the material though, like it could have been abilities that are unlocked in like how in um in fifteen, like you had a skill tree. Right. Yeah. And how once you unlocked it, it was like you just use it, like you just used it, like or it was like auto, not like auto heal, but like it would be like Ignis would just kind of come up to you and heal mm-hmm. you with something, right? Yeah. Even though it wasn't in, it wasn't in, it didn't use an item in your inventory or yeah, exactly, whatever. Like, and I feel like first strike and those kind of abilities could have just been like. It could have been a skill tree, you unlock it, and then you can cast it from the command menu, but it doesn't take up a materia slot. Yeah, well, those... Or how about that's... after you max out the materia for a certain kind, it just gets added to your command menu and you don't need to equip the materia anymore because you've maxed it out? Well, this would be completely new in terms of uh, I know. the original concept, <laughs> but I, I see I see your point, and I agree to a certain degree that if if we master it and it doesn't produce a baby, then it should kind of imbue the character with this ability. So the, the character but make that it harder this one to up. level up to the max. Then yeah, for like, sure, make it even more like because then then it's rewarding and it's like I don't need to actually equip that material anymore on anything mm. because you have it. And it's just added, just like how the abilities, once you leveled up the weapon, you didn't need to, you had access to all of the ones that you unlocked for all the other weapons once they were at 100% efficiency or proficiency yeah, or whatever yeah, exactly, it was. exactly, exactly. Kind of like that. And I know it's kind of like cheat codes, but there's <laughs> some way that they could balance it. I think that it would be, they would be able to do it. I'm not sure how, but 
The only problem is that materia is meant to be switched around between characters. And if you level it up on one character, only this character will have the ability, but then it's already leveled up. And then this one character has it, the other one can't get it anymore. So either you have to have, let's say if you have six characters and you want to have this, let's say, chakra or something like that, or pray for everyone, you'd have to have pray six times. Level it up for each or with each character, and then uh, you can do this. But still, when well, it doesn't really make sense to equip prey if you if this character already has learned prey. But let's say if it if this character did equip it and mastered it again, it will kind of learn it again and then make it void for the others. It does pose some difficulties, in my opinion, because the, we the weapon abilities were fixed to one character. The other, the other character yeah, couldn't equip true. Cloud's uh, sword. But with with mm -hmm. Materia, everyone can equip it. And who learns it? And it's only, yeah, it wouldn't only be cool learnable once. if it was like... Um, once it's leveled up to the max, you could actually consume it. So you have to choose who's going to consume it. And then it's gone. But they unlock... Yes, that, that's, that was my, my other thought as well. That it's, it, it masters and it's gone it really merges with the body of the character it, mm -hmm. it, it's knowledge after all it's an energy and knowledge of the planet so and, but then it's gone it. like you yeah. can't equip it on anybody it's just yeah, exactly. gone it's like a consumable like but it's attached to them only or you can uh, level it up to the max and once it's maxed you can um use it in the menu or in the material menu you could choose to instead of equipping it you can choose to merge it with a character to permanent yeah. it or something like that yeah so, that's what i mean yeah and then it's yeah. gone from your inventory like yeah, you can't exactly. just move it around and give it to somebody else yeah but then they have to make sure that we we can actually create more material or find it multiple times enough is at least for each character although let's say if you have if we have a really like the comet material we only get it twice in the game and we have to choose mm -hmm. which two characters will permanently um, learn this. But only certain ones. They could they could only do certain ones. So like command materia and independent oh, materia. But no elemental is actually allowed to be consumed that way. I have another idea. Not consume permanently, but uh, each character has certain like body slots. Like f f uh, at the beginning in zero, and then you level up a little mm -hmm. bit, and you get one, maybe two, and three. However, you gain more ma more body material slots. And if you want is mastered, you can insert this in your body, but you can you can also take it out again and put it to someone else. Like it's it's like not just weapon and and yes, armor, but also body. Like a, yeah. a, a third. This would be pretty cool, but it only works if you have it mastered. Yeah. And then you all right, Square this, Enix, yeah. if you're listening, yeah. <laughs> do it. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, this. This could prove pretty interesting. Pretty interesting as such a system, and it doesn't interfere with the rest of the system, and it, pre it actually would work. And consumables are all are always the problem that it's gone, and you have to choose. And if you chose it, you have to reverse it. Maybe you can go to an NPC like Chatley and you can like take out all the consumed materia again or something like that for a fee, but I don't know. 
But yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of slots, just one last thing. Mm-hmm. We had only six slots for weapons and only four slots for armor. Mm-hmm. We need more. <laughs> yeah. But maybe this will increase per game, and the last one has eight and eight again, hopefully. Yeah. And what that, what also bothered me a little bit is that we only got small bonuses bonuses for equipment material, like one or two strength more, one one magic more, or um, one defense more. The original has uh, usually percentage bonuses uh-huh. and penalties. Like for 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 uh, I think Bahamas Zero and Knights of the Round, you had like fifteen percent less HP, but fifteen percent more uh, yeah. MP and ten percent less strength, ten percent more um, magic attack and stuff. Because then you have to choose which ones you want to load on your character, and you can actually create a super super strong magic character, but weak in physical attacks so you have yeah. to kind of choose how you have to build it and right now it's just do, we, do I want to have those skills or do I, do I not you don't really have to care much about your stats and this is uh, it just removes removes something I hope they uh, inc- uh, like bring this this back this, this that would be those, really cool I like that idea yeah the bigger and then pair that with the Yoshiyuki, where your attack stat is tripled if two characters are down, and then you could actually oh, yeah. put yeah, a yeah, handicap yeah. Exactly, on yourself, yeah. but you boost like yeah. your <laughs> attack damage by like two hundred percent, yeah, <laughs> or something. Just... But you get like very low HP. I don't know. Mm. It's just even... makes it more customized, so people yeah, can exactly, choose. Exactly. It's like, I don't care about a handicap. Like, I want to play this game the way that yes, I want. I yes. want to break it. Like, I just want to play it yes. and be, like, as powerful as possible, you know, and, and to give people the ability to be able to do that. Yes, that and maybe weapons with uh, unique effects, as you said. Not just one, two, or three, but multiple. Like, that each weapon maybe may have some quirk, some just little bit like maybe when hp is full you have a slight bonus like 10 or 12 percent. well although you have those skills within the weapons like the, the upgrades yes, you have exactly. those yeah mm-hmm. then you can have weapons with uh like in in the the higher circles the higher um solar systems within the upgrade system yes exactly you can have uh this like the yushiyuki the, the per that per dead character mm-hmm. your um attack power is increased yeah. by 100%, then this would have exactly. the same effect, yeah. yeah. This, work, this works pretty well if they mm-hmm. keep this upgrade system. They might change this up again. Because it wasn't as well received, I think. Especially yeah. the, the menu navigation was cumbersome. Like, each time you went in, yeah, huge that animation. That, and you, you couldn't switch characters when, when you were inside. And also, when you um, ha- had just one solar system selected and wanted to select a specific or just upgrade a specific one inside, you had to just press up and down, and then you landed on any of those. Then you had yeah. to just sc- scroll through until you had the same. I, I think it would it would have been better to, if they had kept the the skill list open. Yeah. And 
additional to the, the cursor within the solar system, the cursor on this list, you could and then you could actually just go through and know where you were and stuff. Like just just more like convenience, that. yeah, more convenience. Even as well, like options when you're upgrading your weapons as well. If maybe you could choose, like, um, you know how they have like auto equip, where yep. it's like they're gonna equip the best of what's for your character, so you don't really need to think about it. I'm thinking of like new players. Mm-hmm. They could do that with the weapon upgrade system as well, where it's like I want this to be, I want to focus on defense, or I want to focus. They do have this. For the weapon upgrades, I didn't yes, think they did can, that. Yes, you can select uh, a focus on attack, balanced, and really? defense, I think. Oh. Yeah. I did not. There's... No, I did not use it. I thought it was just for the equipment and the materia slots. Oh, I see. No, it, it was actually, it's actually for the, um, oh, S- okay. the, the, the SP distribution. I think it's Because trial? I was just upgrading, like, well, I did, I immediately unlocked the materia slots. Yeah, same. <laughs> That's usually what I did first course, before yeah. anything yeah. else. And then True. I was like, hmm, I was left to kind of choose between, well, do I want more HP or do I want more attack? Mm. Or do I want... Same, yeah. You know, and I just kind of unlocked one after the other closer to mm. the end of the game because I was just unlocking things that I yeah, exactly. hadn't upgraded yet that I was kind of waiting for. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you can choose this for, for each weapon. You can, you're all on one weapon and then you I think press triangle you can select between offense balance defense I think mm-hmm. it's a little bit different per weapon maybe but it's usually kind of the same those three uh, options and then whenever you enter the menu it distributes all SP you have and then if you learn new stuff it will actually tell you like uh, skills learned or something like that kind, kind of like um, when you when 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 a material levels up in battle, you see it above a character, like material level right. up or something. Same happens when you enter the menu and you have SP to, to distribute. I've, I've seen other players or let's players do this. I also, something very simple, I just wanted the equipment to show on the character. And I know this is something really small, yeah. but the weapons did change, but mm-hmm. like... If I'm equipping a bangle, it looks so beautiful in the game. Like yeah, I want to see it on my yeah. character. Like I want to see yes. the scarf. I want to see. I know yes, it's ridiculous, exactly. but <laughs> I feel like they can do it. Like, Especially feel, the circlet. Uh, yeah, imagine, imagine there the are games on, out there that Barrett. are like open world games that are like crazy big for PS4. That they mm. have this. They have that. Yeah. I think it's for aesthetic aesthetic purposes because. Um, a circlet that this golden uh, tiara uh, thing on Barrett, for example, would just look rid- ridiculous. <laughs> but it's, but most yeah, of them that's would, true. would look pretty cool. That's true. Yeah, a, f- a few mm. would, would look weird, but now the headband would also kind of feel weird on most. The boots too, like the uh, the boots that uh, prevent slow and stop, I think, because it would interfere with with the. Um, the outfits, the bangles, the bangles would work, but the the accessories. I think I the understand, but would, yeah. it doesn't make sense that you have to that you're buying these things or you're picking up and you're picking them up in the world and they're just okay. I'm equipping it, but where is it? Yeah, that's it. That's doesn't true, show. Doesn't extent, I know yeah. that that was the way it was in the original, but I just feel well, like there's couldn't. something <laughs> they could do. Whether it's like. I, I don't know what they could just show it on your character somehow. 
maybe they don't wear it. Maybe it's like a badge or it's like a, it's a little pin on your jacket or something where it's like, well, they would still, it's a tiara, but it's on your jacket. I don't know. I'm just trying to think. So it doesn't look ridiculous where Barrett's wearing like a tiara. Yeah. But I mean, who cares? Barrett can wear yeah. whatever he wants. I'm okay with him wearing a tiara. Like, who Although, cares? Uh, other like, games... Maybe that's what this game needs. Maybe it just needs to go there. Maybe that's what it needs. Yeah. It needs to just I be think... wacky and just, you know what? Yes. Okay, Barrett's yes. wearing a tiara. Who cares? Yeah. But there should be an <laughs> option to turn it off. Like for people who yeah. really don't like it, just turn off um, visible accessories, turn off visible bangles. Weapons, no weapons. Is, uh, this is... This needs to be because otherwise they would conjure their weapons out of thin air like thin air like Noctis and the gang. This is not Final Fantasy. So the weapons need to be there. But the equipment should be like visible uh, by choice, uh, by option. Like maybe disabled by default and then, you, uh, then there's a, a tutorial somewhere. If you want to make them, make them visible, go to the options or something like that. I don't know. And if you want to, to make it wacky, you can just show this stupid yeah. tiara on Barrett and the, the boots on Aerith and whatever. <laughs> or on Red. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could find a way to do it, I think. Yes, yes. Do it, Square. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So did you want to just end there? Do you want to talk about 16 a little bit or no? I think so. I don't think I have anything more of value to say right now, unless you have okay. something. I also thought that they might borrow or be inspired by some of the uh, gameplay elements from 16 that's not even out yet for this game. I'm not Maybe. saying like the battle, like things, just some things in the battle system, like they did borrow from other games for the first part of the remake. So yes. I was kind of thinking that they might. It, it, maybe they could explore doing that. You know how they have like the stagger, which is more like thirteen, and the mm. ATB, yes, exactly. is more like the original seven. And then, but they also have where they're running around the battlefields as well, which is more like twelve. So I'm just thinking, I don't know. I was just thinking maybe the summon um, type thing that we know about sixteen, how it's more like it's embedded in the in the attack of the character maybe yeah, might, yeah right this is like cool it's like you feature, can imbue yeah. your weapon with the power of the summon but not mm. quite as much as 16 but maybe they might be inspired to do something like that um maybe yeah maybe for part three because i think part two is most likely planned through mm-hmm. everything they are already in full development as far as i know mm-hmm. at least that's how i understood it and in full development like actually producing the whole world and as assets and everything and for that you have to be have everything kind of planned out already because if you plan stuff later and change things later you'll lose Mm -hmm. work and have to redo many things so maybe for part three they could incorporate a few things that might work and that that have worked in final fantasy uh, 16 and were well received this could work yeah sure why not Maybe maybe 16's battle system or other systems might have been inspired by the remake as well or other Final Fantasies, especially 14, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, guys, so quickly before we go, just to mention Final Fantasy 16, apparently it's further ahead in development than any of us thought. So it looks like Square Enix posted a job on their website and in the description uh, it said that 
scenario, I think the scenario development had been completed. Mm-hmm. And then there was also an article that was translated by the incredible Atai Kimochi on mm-hmm. Twitter. And she also kind of re- reiterated the same thing there that Yoshi P had said as well. So when do you think we're going to get this game? I, I still think that it's going to be a 2022. I think the earliest we're going to see it, in my opinion. And then I think we're going to get part two of the remake the year after that. So 2023, but the end of 2023, I think. I might be a little bit more optimistic. <laughs> I can th- I can can see sixteen in a similar time frame because you, usually with Square Enix and probably other um, uh, other development studios as well, you need to think in fiscal years. And Square Enix fiscal year goes from April to March, right? So each big release needs to be. Uh, to happen in one fiscal year, not two in one fiscal year. So theoretically, exactly. Final Fantasy uh, 16 could release early 2022. And the second part of the remake uh, at the end of 2022, theoretically, because it's in a, mm-hmm. a different fiscal year. We, but we all also have to consider marketing, mm-hmm. how, how um, early they want to start marketing. They need to start marketing after... The previous big game is out and already has been talked about so that it, this doesn't overshadow each other. Like, let's say Final Fantasy XVI is this huge success and then the marketing for the remake part two starts and then those overlap. Yeah. Probably also similar um, target audience and this doesn't really work out that well, I think. It worked well for uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 and the remake part one because Kingdom Hearts 3, I think, released January 2019 and then in may on may 9th same year marketing for for the seven remake started up like with the exactly. trailer and then e3 a month later and then it just ramped up month after month and that's that gave both titles enough room to breathe and similar things should be done i think for 16 and remake part two so i think about a year apart is good, release-wise. So the earliest I can see 16 release is in Q4 next year. So October, November, December next year. The earliest, but probably, as you said, at, at the beginning of um, 2022. Like the last, the last quarter yes. of uh, yeah. the fiscal year. That's what I think as well. Because... Yeah. Like with the PS5 coming out and the um, exclusivity of part one expiring with PlayStation, um, which it, it expires in April, right? So yes, exactly. I just feel like they're going to be marketing part one of the remake after, like before that, to make sure that people know, hey, like it's coming to Xbox, it's coming to PC. Mm-hmm, um, exactly. And they're going to go hard with promotion for that for a while, I think, before we're even going to get anything about 16, any kind of promo for 16, because they don't want to yes, could work have them yeah. colliding, I think. Mm-hmm. And then I think that we're going to get, like, after that's all done and it's been a while, I think we're going to get, then we'll see some marketing for uh, for 16 starting. But I think, like you said, I think you're... You're right in saying that it's um, 
like early 2022. And I think part two will probably be a year later then. Yeah. yeah, I think I, I, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be late 2023. <laughs> I don't feel like it's going to be yeah, early it, it, 2023. It, it, it really depends. It depends on how much is in the next part. As we exactly. said in the last or, or the, the one before, podcast yeah. one before. Um, if they do create four parts, like a little bit shorter parts and more, more often, so to speak then at most three years yeah but if yeah if it's only three parts so part two is pretty chunky then it's could be three and a half years or even a bit more yeah i can yeah. see that it really depends i just don't see it being close to them promoting um no. the exclusivity expiring because people would be confused so i just don't see it anytime soon I'm hopeful that it'll be earlier than late yeah, 2023, sure. but I mean... It's also possible that um, they kind of combine marketing for Remake Part 2 with the PC version or Xbox version true. Yeah. of Part 1. Like kind of, oh, look, we have this. And in, within the next half a year or so, or... Uh, That's true. Or, I don't know, eight or nine months. Imagine yeah, nine if months. we get a trailer or something. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Marketing People lose starts, their minds. Marketing starts for the PC version, and like it's the Marco edition with has, which has this, this, and this. And if you finish the game, you get treated with a secret movie of, uh, yeah, part two or something like that. I don't know. That'd be so cool. Yeah, and then people need to get this, need to buy it. Of course, most of the people will just <laughs> will just uh, put it online, watch it on YouTube, <laughs> put it online, watch it in YouTube. Of course, yeah, yeah. As always, but something like that could also work. K kind of a pre-marketing for part two, mm -hmm. so that people get to know part one again. Maybe newcomers play this then uh, first. Like, yeah, part two is coming soon, but we have part one, the better version here first. Also, for those who only have a PS5 and no PS4, can exactly. play part one and two or PC. Yeah. Uh, I well, think we're gonna see a PS5. Uh update for this game too oh, like a sure. ps5 release because look what they did with spider-man right with the yeah. uh remastered spider-man or whatever i feel like we are going to get like a ps5 version um mm -hmm. that's going to have that's going to be updated I and it'll probably it... have all the texture issues fixed yeah. <laughs> and it'll probably be like the pc version you're going to get that with the ps5 yeah, I I just hope they don't pull the same thing with uh, Miles Morales. Well, where uh, oh yeah, where they remodel the face. And <laughs> uh, not only not only that, but also the the remastered version you can only get when buying yeah. it together with uh, Miles Morales yeah. and not yeah. separate. And this is just so weird. No, I don't see that. This is it'll weird. probably just be a yeah. separate skew though. Like it'll probably oh, be like sure. you have to pay like. $70, like a full-fledged game, again, but it's PS5, and I it's updated. <laughs> Although they did the same with, uh, let's say, yeah. Uncharted and uh, The mm -hmm. Last of Us and other yeah. games, which were remastered for the PS4, full price. Imagine they remodel, like, Tifa's face, how many people no. would freak out like they did with uh, <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, no, please no. Oh my gosh, imagine. People Although I don't think minds. they need to. No, they're, I don't think, I don't think yeah. so either, but it's just funny that yeah. 
it's I just find that so weird that they even felt like they had to go back and and it's and just it's change so, his face. And like it's, it's not, not even just, remotely close to being no, the same it's two face. It's a completely different, people, yeah. different face. Yeah, it's a completely different person. It's like like what? Like two different actors. Kind anyway, of. yeah. Let's just hope Square Enix doesn't pull a similar <laughs> atrocity. <laughs> anyway, it's been great talking to you today about uh, about this game and, you know, all of As our always, thoughts yeah, and uh, <laughs> opinions about the different game mechanics and everything with part two. So if you guys have any questions for us, you can always send an email to us at the podcast. It's thereunionpodcast at gmail.com. You can also join our Discord server, so we write the Discord server link in the description of all the episodes that we post on YouTube and also on Apple Podcasts and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. So if you click that link, it'll automatically pop up and ask you to add our Discord server, and you can write your questions in the suggested topics or question channels. All right, so we do have a Twitter account as well, and it's at reunion underscore podcast. Our Facebook is at reunion podcast we do have a youtube channel and we post our um podcast episodes to our youtube channel as well we do have an instagram account it's at the reunion podcast and viz do you want to drop your socials for cosmo canyon observatory for sure it's cosmo canyon observatory on youtube of course and on twitter it's cc underscore observatory and discord the same name Cosmo Canyon Observatory and in each video there is a direct link to our Discord server for the invite and you can find us there and then join and talk about whatever you please. It's a big server, we have so many channels for everything you can think of. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty fun. So we, we welcome all newcomers there. Yeah, if you guys haven't checked out Viz's content yet, you really you really should get on that. I mean, what else are you doing? Come on, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So this is Kai. I'm signing off. Stay safe and take care, everyone. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye.